Bulls to make it 28 to 3. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Tossed away. He's in. What a comeback. All right, welcome back to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. I was going to give Corey a nice welcome back, but since he uh, botched the original opening, we're not going to do that. Yeah, uh, man, y- y'all didn't even have the, the pleasure of listening to that. Just knocking off some rust here. Max. I see that. I see that. You got to shake it off before we uh, start recording, though. Yeah, yeah, that would be ideal. Um, well, technically, we weren't recording because it didn't hit record. There we go. So now that we are recording, uh, thank you for that lovely Welcome back, Max. It's, it's, it's good to be back. It was nicer it, the first time. It was nicer. It sounded, you know, you were rolling into it. You you were feeling good about it. You had the 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 Darth Saint uh, smug grin on your face, which the TV's captured this past game. Uh, I told our, our buddy Dan in the UK, I said grin on the tweet. I said if I was really being an ass, I would have said he had a smug gin on his face. But um, so there I, did. I am being an ass now, uh, as I should be, being back in the saddle. So uh, it feels good. It was a good time away, honeymooning, uh, getting married, all that. Well, you're still married, so I guess the honeymoon went well. Still married, yes. Uh, Have to go home tonight after we finish this, so hopefully that's the case when I get back. Um, And uh, yeah, no, it was great. Everything was awesome. So uh, y'all really held down, guys, uh, when I was away. I'm impressed. Three episodes, uh, what, preview? No, actually four episodes. Was it four? Yeah, it was four. Damn, four episodes. I can't even count. Um, State of the Saints. Wow, just I know. just banged did it you, out. Did you like it? I was. <sighs> Here's the thing. Before I even listened to it, I saw it come out, and I saw the title of it. I was like, "God damn it, State of the Saints!" Then I'm not even there. That seems like a big episode. So I'm, I started listening to it. I'm like, I, "They're going to say so much shit that's wrong, and I'm going to disagree with them. And when I get back, I'm going to come in hot, and it's going to be great." What the hell were y'all doing putting out an episode that I agreed with y'all on? <laughs> it was like, I mean, there's some things I could nitpick on. But overall, look, y'all y'all break it down well. The Derek Carr contract thing, I do think that has to be put in perspective for a lot of people. Uh, when you really break it down on a per year, you know, Nick Nick's presumption, assumption, that was the basis of the uh, analysis was the per year average. But look, quarterback's going a going rate thing nowadays. It's a market price thing nowadays. And when you really break it down, I think y'all put some good perspective on the whole very easy uh, ire and, and talking point of like, ah, the $150 million quarterback. It's like, well, yeah, he is. But when you break it down by year, you potentially know, he is. It yeah, is what it is. He's not owed 150 so. The Olave thing. Um, the Olave game show, which was a favorite. Game show format, great. Very good. Um, there's a couple little things I'm, I could – Push back on your well, own. Well, hold, hold on, let me ask but, you but, this. But here's the thing. I, did, you, have, did you get to 15? I got to wherever, y- wherever y- y'all got to McLaurin. I was like, no, I'll take Olave over McLaurin. And look, to be fair, um, I, I debated and, that one as well. Evan, I think I took McLaurin And first. with Mike Evans, it was more of like a, you know, if it's Mike, if it's from today going forward, I might be inclined to go with Olave considering Mike Evans, you know, next season, sure, we'll be fine. After that, after that, after that. You know, the youth factor for Olave might push Olave for me over Evans. But if you look at the totality of their careers, obviously Olave is young. Mike Evans is, like you said, 
I'm a Hall of Famer. Well, no, no, no. Let me say this. We're but, not, we weren't know. approaching it from a career perspective. We were approaching it from a now and then because immediate of how future. a lot of Saints fans. Yeah. So like, I might, I might differ on like Mike Evans or McLaurin like right now. Um, well, hold but, on, hold on. Before you get into that, let's just say how many Pro Bowl spots are there on each side for receiver five, or, right? I believe. Yeah, is it four or five? But the Pro Bowl is quickly becoming a farce. It's been but, a farce, but <laughs> all pro, all pro. There's what two or three. Well, Two oh, all in the one different. team, two yeah. in the two team, two in the three team. Right. So the biggest point of the exercise was to prove that, A, he's not an all-pro receiver yeah. by well, any means. Well, while well, I agree the Pro Bowl is a farce, he has not made the farce even. <laughs> yeah. so That's a decent point. Let, let's let's well, here's, put in context where to, he's at today. To it's, make a long story short, which is something I say a lot but don't often do, um, Nick's line of the episode, at least regarding that statement, was uh, – we need to not pay non-elite players elite money. Yep. And I think that's what it all boils down to. You know? Yeah, and that was the point I was making months ago. Yeah, Whether the, it's Olave or anybody else, right. it's, it's it right. don't pay elite money to a non-elite player. Exactly. I think there's reasons that Olave was unable to have an elite season, okay? Part of, partially himself included. But... I think Derek, there's a, there is a Derek Carr factor where if I was with y'all during that episode, I would have discussed that. It's nothing you can really quantify, though, because it's like, was he injured during a lot of those games where he was missing Olave? Was Olave running the wrong routes the entire game? There's a lot of things we just can't know, but I think... Right, so we have to go off of production. Yeah, and production wasn't elite. And so, opportunity. Like, yeah, he, and he opportunity. gets opportunities, yeah. right? I mean, um, well, yeah. 138 targets? That's that's prime no, number one receiver no, yeah, target pro- share. That's yeah, big numbers. He yeah. had opportunity, but like we mentioned, and we had, uh, <laughs> I feel like we had like a little mini episode before we even hit record on this thing. <laughs> but we were talking about you know the totality of Derek Carr's year, and yes, the stats as a whole look good, decent, the fifteenth, sixteenth that we thought he would be, but when he was so up and down, not consistent that when he was bad, he was God awful. And when he was good, he was good. So it begs the question of like, during that time that Derek Carr was having his little adjustment period, up and down period, you know, Olave was still there the whole time. That, that, that physical talent that he brings to the table was still there with a subpar performing quarterback for a sizable stretch, call it a quarter here, a quarter there, a game here, a game there. Yeah, but to be fair, but, Olave you know, was underperforming severely and, for about a four-week stretch. So, right to be yeah, but, but, I, but, but I think he wasn't... But the counter to that is he had 200-yard games in the first three weeks. Like, right. Carr was finding him. I, th- something was disconnected. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, like, there's, there's... It's not linear, I guess is all I'm saying. But the exercise y'all did was a good exercise. I'll, I'll bring it back to that. The exercise was a good exercise. As of now, after this season... You can't justify saying, like, if, if we had to re-up on Olave this offseason, you could not justify it. Right. You know, I think, next, I, that, like Max said, this is about really kind of I'm going to put it like 2025. This. Now, in 2025, ugh, 2025 um, you will have had next year under his belt. Different story. Right. But, and yeah. what, what I would say is, do, do I want to get rid of Olave? No. Do I want to pay Olave what he's going to be asking? No. Right. So how do you manage, as of today, no, that could all change next year, of right. course. And we're lucky enough, we've got a whole other year before we have to even think about doing anything about this. 
uh, if he's going to command that twenty-two million, you know, Christian Kirk plus money, yeah, that, that, you, that can't, was the, you can't do. You it. can't justify it right now. Um, so I think that's kind of what we're trying to get at. Is yeah. is everyone? It turned into this weird, you know. We all read all the stuff that's out there, and and it turned into this like Olave versus Car thing. Yeah, I, I, we weren't even talking about that. We weren't trying to like knock on Olave in any way whatsoever. It's like, is he the guy? That we're gonna pay a hundred million dollars yeah. to a receiver, and, and so again, like this, this is why I was even hesitant to bring it up because we have talked about Chris Olave specifically a lot on this podcast. Well, look, and also but, to be clear, we want him to be that player. Oh, like everyone at yeah. this table, there's three of us here. We all want this guy. I would love for him to put up 150 catches a year, you know, and put up like 1,800 yards. If he could be the guy that that demands the ball because of his production, he it's a seriously like unlocking effect on the offense. So yes, we do want that. I but I, I tell you, like he, that unbelievable catch this weekend. It was an incredible catch. Extremely talented to be able to make that catch. Yes. But I also text Max. I I think At just catches that ball straight out <laughs> because when Carr's throwing him the back shoulder, he just goes high points and takes that ball yeah. down. So you're like, okay, that was an unbelievable. Not many players could make that play Alave played the way right. he did it. Yeah, but. Could it be done a different way, much easier? I, I don't know. Like it's a, it, the back shoulder in the end zone, and we AT was a harder catch we, than that one. And right. this thing, we we don't know, but it's a fair question. Um, but anyway, I, like I said, I, I've been out for a while. So did y'all want this to be a uh, well, kind of a recap let's episode? Do this. Or? Let's do this. No one, no one really gives. <laughs> let's a recap shit. it real quick. We'll, yeah. Let's just go over the predictions, and we'll that that's what we're going to do as far as a recap. Because honestly, no one cares about anything that happened in the game. We kicked the shit out of them. Other than the last play, I don't think anyone wants to hear anything about, you know, the the, the way the running well, game looked in the first quarter and all this other stuff. The last play was that has that been talked about in the past? 48 Maybe hours? a little bit. Yeah, but we'll uh, talk about it a little bit. But uh, best game of the year, yeah, by a mile. You absolutely throttled your most hated rival. I mean, we named our pod after it. We hate them that much. Well, we named our pod after them blowing They're a twenty-five collapse, point right. lead in the Super Bowl, jabbing just to be, just to be at this team, yeah. but and we beat them by thirty-one. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, regardless of where we ended you know not going to the playoffs sucks we all know that but like this was the best game of the season it's the team we want to beat the most and we it was our most dominant win even more than the Patriots in my opinion this was an absolute ass whooping against a team that was potentially fighting to win the division still so this was not a team that had given up Um, I don't think they're a particularly good team but they had not given up they were there to win and see if Tampa lost just like we were so um, absolutely down performance. Carr's best game of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, we uh, Max and I both had Carr as the game MVP. I think that's pretty clear. Um, Corey had Olave, who had a good game, 56 yards and a touchdown, the miraculous catch yeah. for the touchdown. He had almost like half half the yardage. He had exactly half the yardage. Yeah. But, but, he the yeah. so, but he had the touchdown. So he had the touchdown. Defensively, I, I don't know. I don't know who you. I would was call. looking at that. It was it was t- defensively tough. Um, it's probably Demario um, or yeah. Alante. Well, Abram in the had another good game too. Well, Alante got benched. Oh, he got killed. He got killed. In the right. First he was he was attached to every big play yeah, he, in the game, good yeah. and bad. Yeah, but, and that's kind of been him this year. Yeah. He had one um, tackle. Yeah. Look, let's, <laughs> let's be clear. He got benched, and the only reason he came back in was because Yadam suffered a concussion. Yeah. Right. So, um, and you can't give it to him. Well, that's no. what, what I was saying. Is his comeback after the way that game started was. Was do you give it to Honey Badger for actually getting downed at the one so the last play could happen? 
<laughs> hey, that's not a that's not a bad idea. I mean, without without if that, if Honey Badger would, runs into the end zone, we go into this, we go out of this game thinking like everything's mood. fine. Yeah, you know, and 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 good. I mean, all the it's like Abram, the, the butterfly effect of football was like on full display. It was supposed in to this, game. and it's the perfect season yeah. for that to happen. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, after uh, seeing the Honey Badger run that interception back and get tackled at the one, I want to see the Honey Badger and Jamal Williams have a race because I'm pretty sure Corey might be able to beat both of them. <laughs> They yeah, are that, running in concrete Nikes. I don't know, Max. They would probably beat me. Maybe. Jamal, I don't know if he's Jamal is the old 2.9 a carry. He's clunking. Year. I think, it, was it that much? That's, That's what it was going into the game. Do you remember the, the during COVID, the, 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 the Pokemon game where you would like, you could, I didn't play it, where you could like find them out in the open? I saw people playing it. Like, you'd probably get we'll, we'll take your word for it. You'd probably get beat to the Pokemons by so. the gamers. Well, defense. Let's Shout just, out to Chicago. Who do we Chiefs want to call for the defense? Do we want to defense, say? Defense, I, I think is DeMario because um, he set the tone again in the run game. Bijan Robinson got no big runs the whole game. And he 70 was 70-yard reception on Alante. Yeah, yeah. And that was, I'll be honest with you, that's a pick six all day if he plays the position been. right. It, it, was a, it was a... And that's an example of them avoiding DeMario by yeah. throwing it out there. But I would say the closest was Corey. Adebo had seven tackles and one pass breakup. Um didn't make any big splash plays. I can't but. give it to a guy who got benched. <laughs> no, Adebo. No, Adebo. Oh, I'm sorry, Adebo. Sorry, Adebo. Sorry. Um, if Adebo gets benched, we got real problems. Yeah. <laughs> but he did better than us. You picked Cam. He did nothing. I picked uh, yeah. Zach Bond. He had a couple tackles. He didn't get a sack. Uh, I, when I was listening to the uh, preview pod, I was like, Max, is get, he's going for it. He's he he, not, well, knocking hey. you, not knocking you for having your boy. Not knocking you for that. I'm just like, he... I get wanting. Well, he's a falcon like, killer. Willing, so. he is a falcon killer, and that's why I went there. There was basis in it. There was basis in it. But yeah. it was it was when I heard you make well, the pick. I'm like, this is it. This Max, I, I, is, he, I feel he's better. Trying to speak it into existence. I feel better finding out all the injuries he has played through. Yeah, because he detailed yeah. them in the in the post game interview, and I feel better about his performance. And but I think Max, I have what happens when optimism. you get old? Oh, you get injured all the time. <laughs> Max right. doesn't know anything about that. <laughs> Everything hurts more. So, I, like. I love the guy. It was not a good year. He admitted it. He he, oh, he got into it. He knows it. We'll see what happens this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I I told you I'll never kick him out. I'll never ask. He for can him stay to as long as he wants to. I would love for him to go to the front office and say, you know what? How about a pay cut? I would never ask anyone to do that. I would love it if he did it, but that's completely his decision. I would never. I can't ask imagine he would, a player would go to the front office and say, hey, by the way, I, look, I kind of no, well, Kirk Cousins just said he's taking a less money. Did you see that? To stay, I did uh, not. That shocked me. He has never. Well, done that's that. because he's he's well. He's worried about getting replaced. I think that's a different scenario. That's a smart move for him, man. That's a perfect offense for him. It is. Well, I mean, in that that coach loves to throw it. Well, hold on. So the scores we all picked the Saints to win. Who got the closest on the score? Uh, did no one? No, was I guess blood, me because right? I had a scoring the most points. <laughs> you had a three point win. I had a three point win. I had a score in twenty three. Corey had a one point win. But so we all thought it was a close, tight game, and we yeah. win. So I think we're all on the same page there. That's nobody really. On the year we finished, I finished ten and seven. Y'all both finished eight and nine. On the predictions, ended up tied with Max only because of his whole uh, loss uh, commitment. Yeah, it's only to redeem your. Damn! If you would have stuck to your guns, I'd have got you by one. But, yeah, I mean, but you, it, you weren't going to pick us to lose to the Falcons. No, I, get it. I wasn't. I get it. Yeah. Well, no, I I I, uh, I did the first time, and you, I think that's when uh, uh, I think you picked a win, and we both picked a loss. I think. Yeah. No, was that the game? I can't remember. I can't remember. 
we should have kept track of game by game. I just yeah. kept the record. I kept track of the record only. But we could probably go through. Uh, we'll figure. Once it out. we get this thing on the video, y'all can see the uh, official documents. We'll we, actually put it up keep. on the board and have it behind. Yeah, us. We could so post. We do it. We'll do like that, that next year. I mean, we'll, we'll do that, that. We'll do yeah. that next year. Yeah. But I guess we should go ahead and talk about the infamous play. The play. The play. <laughs> the play of the. Honestly, the play of the year, because this was a very not entertaining year but i will say this this last play it's drummed up more excitement in the fan base than any other play this year excitement or negativity well everything (laughs) everything it's it's like we everyone's mad about something well yeah i want Corey's thoughts hold on Corey. we're going to give you the 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 floor here because i want to hear your take on this because this one and i have been going back and forth yeah Tooth and nail for the better part of 48 hours. And I'm glad that we're, we're recording this on Tuesday evening right now. Right. And I'm glad we all, didn't do this on Monday. Like all the takes are out there, kind of. All the takes are out there. And plus, some other stuff has come out. Um, I'm very glad because it, it, it gave us all time to kind of reflect on it and to kind of say, you know what? Let me let, me let it marinate for a little bit longer, and then we can give our takes on it. But yeah. I know his. Well, I want yours. And well, we'll, we'll let Nick, so anyone who's listening can can kind of get a feel for what he thinks. Before but. I give my, like, right or wrong, whether you're, uh, you know, Jameis Winston roasting at Daniels or if you're Shannon Sharp on first take, before I get into that side of it, let's just take a moment to, to, to talk about the fact that this happened in the first place. Because it's the most, like, we talked about the idea, what was it, like, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, that... You know, you said it. We talked to Jono about it. Uh, that's that would be the Jono Barnes shout out. Uh, this shit more than a game T-shirts, but um, this idea that the last game of the year is going to be this uh, shit show of Saints Falcons. No one wants to win the NFC South. It's going to come down to the last game to decide the division. Okay, so. The division decider didn't happen. And we kind of knew going into the game, it was unlikely that this was really going to be a, a play-in type game. It could, We knew it could be, but I don't think any of us had, besides like the Saints fan hopes, we were like, ah, shit, we need a lot to go right. So we thought it was just going to be a, yet another exercise in mediocrity in a season filled with mediocrity. And for the Saints ran 66 plays in that game. And for 65 plays, that's exactly what it was, except we were doing well. We were hanging 41 on the Falcons. In that 66th play of the game, we were lining up in victory formation only because, like you said, the Honey Badger ran like his age. Maybe tried no, to... He, he ran like Nick's age. He didn't run like his age. Isn't Nick your age? Mm. He's older than me by month. So he ran like Nick's It's a good age. stat. There we go. It's a good stat. Not like me, though. I'm fast as shit. <laughs> <laughs> he can run like the wind blows. Um, only because the Honey Badger didn't make it to the goal line. It, all these things had to happen for this one play. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it could have just not happened. And if the, if this one play doesn't happen, then then we, ha- we have such a... It's all sunshine and rainbows. A right lack now. of perspective on what's... Like, a, such a we have a lack of a tangible example of what's really going on with this team, you know? And so I just want to acknowledge the fact that it happened. So many things had to happen for the okay, play to happen. So it happened. We I'm know set, it happened. So I'd set it up. I love it. I fucking love it. I mean, why not give the man his touchdown? I, I do agree with people who did say they 
did have a, the only thing I, yeah, the only issue I would take with it would be the idea of running it out of a victory formation. Yeah. You know, like that's weak. I think it's that's very weak. And yeah. and so when I, let me, ask when you I take that analysis of don't run it out of the victory formation, you should have just lined up in a fucking eye formation or whatever formation you need whatever to, you want. to tell them, Hey, we're running it. We're getting our guy a touchdown. We're not going to stop us. Right. And he's going to get the touchdown. Or and if he stops you, if they stop you on first down, run it again. And then run it again until it's fourth down. And if, they ha- if they've stopped you on all four downs, it's like, well, we tried. Okay. Not that there was enough time left or whatever. I haven't done that calculation. But yeah, the victory formation is a little bit weak. But then logistically, when you're thinking about it, did they even have, I don't know. I mean, did they have the ability to line up in, in another formation? Yeah, of course. I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. They're in. They were in the huddle. Jameis at that yeah. point can say, "Hey, no, we're not going to line up in victory formation. Just, Let's go ahead and line up in goal line." But I, what I what I haven't really dove deep into, just because I haven't really felt like taking the time to do it, is like, what was the personnel on the field? Like, what formation? Like, if if they send in victory personnel, Taysom's our deep back. You know, is yeah, like is is Jamal? Did they run a trap? Uh, Foster like, Moreau was on the field. Yeah. Jimmy Graham was it's on all the, field. the tight ends. It's all the tight ends. Because here's, here's the thing. It's still the NFL. You still have to call a play that can be executed with the guys on the field. True. And you could And if you're really they trying to easily. If you could have. Goal line. For sure. You had all the tight ends in, all the, the extra offensive linemen. I'm lineman. just thinking of like this step-by-step. Step. Two Pete, backs. Pete's not even calling in a play. No. You know, because it's, it's victory. So it's kind of like, does Jameis have it in him to know, and he should, but like to know, okay, with this exact personnel, this is the exact play we can run. There's a few steps that have to happen in a very short amount of time. I think you're overcomplicating it. The it's reality compli- is the players that were on the field at that point for victory or the same players that would be on the field for I mean, a goal yeah, line. I guess you could like backyard football. For the bit. most part. It'd be for like, the most part. Could they, backyard football would be like, you line up here, you line up here, we're giving it to Jamal. Y'all know, y'all know what to do. Corey, basically all you have to do is bring Taysom closer to the, the other back instead of having him as a deep. Exactly. That's all you got to do. And look, I would take Taysom as a lead blocker over a lot of people on the team, so... Um, so yeah, he's I guess, the one guy out of the whole group on the field that did not seem on board. Did you see him after the play? He just like looked over. Really? And he was like, oh, really? Yeah. If you go back and look well, at then it, he's like, the whole, everyone celebrated, but Taysom. Well, think, it was the funniest thing because being at the game and it happened in the end zone closest to us, you know, we're in a 20 yard line. And I told you, I saw them go in and, and I was so pissed off that the honey badger did not score. I I'm honestly like, kind of like, damn it. So I'm like, all right, man. I'm like, I wish they would run another play right here. And I saw him line up in victory. <laughs> And I looked away and started yeah, to get out of my I, seat. I wasn't even looking. And then looking. the next thing I know, everyone's cheering. I'm like, what the fuck right. just happened? Yeah, I I was not looking at the field when it happened. Yeah, and then seeing the replay, you could see how disjointed it looked. Right. Yeah. You know, you could tell it wasn't something that because was... Because it all happened on the field, and he was trying to get everybody to get on board. Right, right. right. So it was a mess. But So what's your what's your actual take on it then? I'm good with it. Yeah, you danced around it a lot. So. No, I had, well, I had to say, I just, I love Everyone the fact knows that, that it Everyone happened. Everyone saw it. I love the fact that it happened, first off. It's like the most Saints thing ever. Um, but I, no, I'm fine with it. I'm more than fine with it. And what makes me fine with it is that the players wanted it. Okay? Like, I'm not fine with the fact that we have a coach who our players feel like they can just say, well, fuck you two. I'm not fine with that aspect of it. And nobody is. I'm uh, some people are. I don't know that I'm not fine with us retaining a coach the players can say fuck you do. That's I'm what I'm not you know. Yeah. So that's that's the point I'm making there. Um the idea of saying, you know, look, Jamal has been 
just doing like he's still he's still fucking here playing and we he's been terrible 18 well, well hold on let me ask you this where was this desire he's, he's to he's get he's been terrible hold on where was this desire to get him a score on like the previous drive when they were in the goal but line that's an they issue. gave it to him we didn't I know and he, yeah. they were like eh, well, whatever well, no, that's an issue too that's a separate issue I mean I think like you know when he tried they, to get him a touchdown is what I'm saying they gave him the ball they knew he went negative one yard like he's done all year yeah <laughs> it's the idea that they knew it was the last play of the game. It's just sad that they now, had to use deception to get Pikachu well, a touchdown and that's because what the, they couldn't get him one lining. Well, it that's up what the player. Right. That's what the players aren't so saying. Okay. They're, you're they're, not, they're, they're I, not saying. Hold on, hold on. We you, line up in victory. Are you game. dancing ne- around it? Are you going next or am I? What am I dancing around? I, well, no. Ask him what you want I'm to fine ask. With, him. I'm fine with it. No, you're fine with all every aspect of it. Victory formation. The whole no, no. Thing. The, like I said, the only thing I would have changed would be just line up in regular formation. I question. The logistics of doing that, but I, I get it. If you're backyard footballing it, you can just line up at anything besides victory. I have zero issue with Jameis doing it. I also don't believe it is like an absolute indictment of the coach. I think you have to look at the context. I don't want the coach back. I don't think he's earned the right to be back. Yeah, none of us. But do. not because of this play, because of what the Saints did. Um, uh, I oh, yeah. think so. So what I'm saying is, coaches of a play. I think Jameis, um, they're good friends. I, I don't know if everyone knows that. Him and Jamal are like super tight, supposedly, on the team. They're always on the sideline together. If you pay attention to that, they're they're buddies. What's your source? Just watching. <laughs> <laughs> My own. Name, um, name your source. <laughs> and I have zero issue in a 24-point blowout on the last play where it is clearly the there's no scenario you could cost yourself the game whatsoever you're doing it for the teammates there was no maliciousness there uh we we all love Jameis as long as he's not actually playing yes so (laughs) he's very fun he I do believe it's genuine like I guess the part of the whole narrative is like yes he went after the Falcons it didn't even cross his mind he was just getting Jamal a touchdown it wasn't a Falcons thing he was trying to hook Jamal up they wanted Jamal to get one off the zero touchdown mark for the year I totally get it it's a teammate thing it's a camaraderie thing I, the the bucking the Dennis Allen call and all that I don't care about that that much it, it doesn't matter I don't know but I I'm th- also not going to blow it out of proportion the other way and say oh we've definitely lost the team like I saw I, I just don't feel that this is a guy who's probably his last play as a saint we could all most likely agree unless he ends up back here at the minimum um, but I don't think it's like a complete indictment of the coaching staff that's where I stand I am all for running up to score in the Falcons. Anytime we want to do it. I wanted Honey Badger to get in. No doubt about it. Jam it down our throat. Just like O.C. Humanura did to us. Do it. Bury it. Go for two. I don't give a shit. Score as many as you can. The victory stuff is Bush League as fuck. And if we're going to ignore that that's a complete douche move, then I think you're just not being honest with yourself. Corey, you're, you played football. You'd be I cool did. with that? I mean, if that happened to us as Saints fans, we'd be going absolutely ballistic. So... Let's just acknowledge that it was a douche way to do it. I have no problem trying to score 100 on the Falcons every time we play them, down to the last minute. Uh, The one thing I would like to see us avoid is what we did with Sean having Michael Thomas blocking and we lose his whole career because of trying to run up the score on the Falcons. That I can do without. It's his job to block. But at that no, point, that, it was not the, when it the was game's the, over. It was the Buccaneers, the and we yeah. were you, up by two I'm scores. I'm sorry, the Bucks. Yes, it was two scores, and it was week one. And we could have kneeled the ball. We could have kneeled the ball. Yeah. So in that scenario, yeah, yeah. So that that I'm not good with. When you've got 
all the tight ends, the offensive line on the field, and you're going to run it right at them, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. do it. Let's 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 score a million. Um, I do think the victory formation is a complete douche move. Agree. Um, and you know we have to. We can still like it, but we got to acknowledge that that's what it is. I mean, there's no debating that. It's 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 classless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I'll go ahead and give my thoughts on it. Look, I'm, I'm, I feel the same way. It's it's a it's a fucking weak. It's a coward move. You know, line up. Like, I would love to see them run up the score on them. You know, Cam said that in the post-game presser. He's I would like, love I want to see 50 see, points. I would love to see him stuff Williams, which they would have. Us call a timeout, run him again, exactly. call another timeout, yeah, exactly. and run him again. But that's again. what I was saying earlier. I mean, I, I would have... Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with them, you know, getting doing oh, getting a, another score. It's just the way they went about it was just chicken shit, man. You know, to me, it's... it's Jamal was bad this year, and there's no guarantee he gets one yard you know, lining up with the other team knowing it. Like, there's a very real possibility that do get stuffed. So let me ask you this. Do y'all think... I also agree with, a- I do agree with you, Corey, in that I don't think it's a very good look for the, the head coach. And obviously, That's we're all terrible. on the same page that he should not be retained, but I do not think it is a good look at all. Yeah, for him. so it's not... a. You can't look at it in a, in a vacuum. You know, it's like... But it just the the idea that they're even that they even think it's a possibility to to go against what what DA called in. You know, I, I think there's a lot of other coaches in this league. I think league. you have to at least give a little context to the situation though. If they do that with a minute left and he calls a run on what, fourth and one you, and they throw it. Do you think they're doing that with Sean Payton on the sideline? I could see that happening. Well, hold on. There is a scenario that did happen. With Jameis? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Listen. <laughs> Anything's possible. There's a, there's a scenario. Does, does Peyton put Jameis in just to kneel the ball? That's a, well, no, that, that's, that is actually that's a, a whole that's, other issue. That's a great like, what the that's fuck? A, that's a great point. Why the fuck is the backup quarterback going that's in? That's a weird DA thing where he's done it earlier this year, and it's like, what are you fucking doing? We've done that a bunch. Yeah. Uh, and like, that's a whole other issue. It's the issue. only coach that does that. It's like... Do you think you're you're, you're helping Jameis? Do you think you're making Jameis feel better that like it almost he, seems like he's padding Carr's stats because he knows it's a victory formation in the red zone? Yeah, like that whole thing. Okay, padding Carr's rush stats is a reach. No, <laughs> the way no, no, the no, DA stuck it, up for him. Look, yeah. if he kneels it out, then that shows a drive that he didn't score in the red zone. Exactly. So it, it wouldn't. No one's tracking that. Uh, I think <laughs> okay, no one's tracking. I think that. Dennis Allen. That wasn't the like, narrative all season until he the, flipped the it man around. who has hitched. We're his, splitting the car, the car red zone. Yeah. So at the end of the game. Yeah, because Carr like, is not. the quarterback that Dennis they were Allen counting has the ones he didn't his whole career too. And it's there is something. It's not a stretch. That's not, not a stretch. stretch. There is something very out of the ordinary about that fucking scenario. It's the only time it's happened in the red zone so far. So no, it did. No, it happened in the red zone earlier this year. Yeah, when? It did. It's well, wait, actually, I think Carr. When? I think Carr knelt on it. We, we, <laughs> when we, we knelt on it in the red zone. There was a game. I, I I'm not going to remember which they game put it was. Jameson there was a game where times on the, that. Scenario. I'm saying in the red zone. You're saying he's we'll trying to up. save Carr's red zone stats right. There now. was a so, win that we knelt on it in the red zone. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that is exactly the reason. I'm just saying that's a possibility that's been floated around. I think it's possible. And, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. But that's another, yet another thing that had to happen for this. Well, you know that DA has been freaking protecting Carr at every single stop while throwing everybody else under the bus the whole season. His season recap presser, he was like, I think Derek Carr I will acknowledge. Hey, do you think the criticism of Carr was fair? No, I don't think it was fair. Like, it's like, what the fuck, bro? There's something weird. There's something which doesn't add up. Like, why is the backup quarterback going in for the uh, the kneel down plays? 
Just doesn't make that's, sense. It's weird. The head coach defending the quarterback is something as old as time. Nick, dude. absolutely. Can you, can you just say but, it's weird that Jameis comes in to kneel it? I, I would it, like to. I would like to see the scenarios y'all are talking about. I, it is weird. We just I guess, gave you the scenario we're talking about. Hey, we, we're hey, also up thirty. That is not that unusual. The to play scenario, your starting quarterback. the scenario is, the starter plays the entire game, even when they're up by. We're up thirty. 30 that is not and that then uncommon. The backup comes in only to kneel. So on it. that's the scenario. What is it weird? That is not weird. Up thirty. That is not weird at to, all. Just to kneel. It's not weird. Okay. The the st- starters get pulled from the games up 30 all the time. Now, if you're saying we did it when we were up six just to put them in to kneel, then that's weird. I, yes. We, so I you think can that go, happened. We need to look yeah. that up. Go research that. Bring that back. I will say that that's very weird. I don't feel like pulling my web browser right now, Nick. <laughs> God damn it. Up yeah. 30, pulling the starter is not that unusual. It's not. Now, if we did it in games that were like one score games and you just trot them out well, there hold just on. He, no no we're not arguing that pulling a starter up 30 is unusual obviously that's not unusual it is just strange that literally two minutes before when we had the ball car was in there it's yeah. like it was already out of hand at that point well, the idea of pulling a starter when there's so much game left where you don't want to get right. your starter injured but just to go kneel on it yeah a little strange it's strange very strange but uh the, the thing with Jameis is i mean he he's you could look at it almost as a big fuck you to DA too, because mm-hmm. he's out of here. He ain't coming back next year. No. And then after he doesn't deserve to be back. Let's be. Let's call no, that. No what one's. It is. We're no not one's, arguing the No one's arguing but that. But he can say a big fuck you to DA. That's fine. But he sucked. Right. That doesn't change the whole. So he can be scenario. mad and, and go wherever. That's fine. Like no, no big deal. The fact it's obviously fine. No one's going to care. I could. I've won him off the team. I wanted him off the team this year. I, I told him it was a bad idea to keep him on the team. He would not have done that if he was a perennial starter. For this team, Nick, is, let me ask you this: Do you think the fact that we're having this discussion bodes well for the head coach generally? The head coach is coming back, so it's boding fine for him. Um, generally, he shouldn't. This this means almost nothing to me as far as him. He should be fired this year because he didn't perform. Period. This is not a big deal to me. It's like not it's, a like sign the, of no, not to me. It's not. I, like this is just a player. Wanting to hook up another player, and that play, this particular player is gone next year. He knows it. He's already restructured. He's gone. I get why he did it, and I have no problem with it. But I also don't think it's like we've lost the team because Jameis decided to organize these guys and help out a buddy. I'm totally fine with both. I have nothing against Jameis doing this other than him not going in normal formation. That like, I get it. He's trying to hook up a teammate. I I love that the that the whole offensive line was behind it. That's great. The team is close, is what that tells okay. me. One That's more, good. One no, more the fo- team is united, just not united with the coach. One more follow-up. They did not bail on the coach, is all I'm saying. So I'm, I'm going to go on what I watched in the last month and a half of the season where even when this team was playing like shit, they kept fighting. I didn't see a team that gave up all year. I just didn't. Maybe didn't, y'all they did. They didn't give up on each other, but it is definitionally bailing on the head coach when the head coach is holding up the victory and you don't run the victory. Yeah. They, they bailed on the play. Now, let me ask you this. They bailed on the follow-up, play, for follow-up, sure. Follow-up, though, is... Jameis bailed on the play. Is Would there, Carr have bailed on the play? Is there a coach... Carr, no. Absolutely not. Right. Now, Carr would have done whatever... Carr would have been like, fuck Jamal Williams. We're yeah. kneeling this ball. Carr would have been like, yes, DA? Okay. Yeah. Um, or, like, would Peyton Manning have done that? Would... Tom Brady have done that? No. Would Drew Brees no, have, done, have that? done that? No. And that's when we're talking... Y'all are talking about it's the Shannon Sharp thing. thing. This is where he's like, you know... Get Jameis Hill. That's a loser mentality. It is a loser mentality to me. Like, this matters this much. This isn't about football. It's a loser mentality. I get that. I, I agree with that. Throw everyone out of the building, like Shannon Sharp said. I think that's over the top. That's a little much. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I get why Jameis did it. 
Well, you have to preface it, though, with if it's not just Jameis having the mentality, because if you take what they were saying, it was a collective decision. So if it's a loser mentality on Jameis, that means the entire team had a loser mentality in that instance. Apparently, except for Taysom, though. <laughs> I got to go watch Go watch that. it. Tell me what yeah, you think. Tell me what you no, think. no, I don't, I don't doubt it. I, okay. I, I, could perfect, I could see it happening that way. My last follow-up to you, Nick, is, is there a, another coach in the league that you could see, or what other coaches in the league right now would Jameis not have done that with? Do you think he would have just, defi- no matter who the coach is, he would have defied them? Or is there is Jameis? There- I think it's possible, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, that's that's my like, view of Jameis. Whether it's Andy Reid, yeah. whether it's... Jameis, yes. I, I, it's Jameis. Belichick. It's like, it's more trust a, in God, baby. We're just so going to do what we it, do. You <laughs> see it more of a Jameis thing than a coach thing. Yeah, I don't think Jameis did this. But why would Jameis immediately say, I apologize to DA? I mean, if he was but, trying to but I mean, like jab no, DA. But I mean, my point is like... I think Jameis would have done this regardless of the coach. That's what I mean. Like you're yeah. saying, regardless if if it's Bill Belichick at his prime. Yes, and I'll tell you why. Because like, Jameis if, thinks it's harmless. I, I honestly believe that. I honestly feel like Jameis is like, I'm going to help my teammates and this is harmless. The game's over. It's no big deal. Like he had no clue this would blow up the way it did when he did that. I'm telling you. In his head... That didn't exist. Well, none of them actually thought that because the only thing they but were thinking in the moment it. was get get uh, Jamal into the well, Jamal into the end zone. I'm gonna tell you that that play clock's winding down, right? It's under 20 seconds. James comes up. Let's get Jamal a touchdown. Anybody saying no? No. Well, if you go back no. to like beginning of the year, Foster Murrow had a funny. We had a funny quote after this game, but he also had a funny quote like in training camp. It was like the first time I think he was on a on a podcast with uh, Taylor Lewin and those guys uh, where. That it was podcast like, will get you in trouble. The first time, yeah. But it was that's where the clip was from. But it was uh, the first time Jameis came into the huddle and called victory in like training camp or something. He's like, okay, we're doing this bitch on two on three. All right, okay. And Foster was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> exactly. You know? And uh, so I could see Jameis going in there and, you know. But that's I, my I opinion. Don't and, I don't know. And I, I can understand why you would say he wouldn't do it to Belichick or Peyton or maybe – I just feel I like Jameis didn't even give it that much. Well, no, thought. what I was saying before was that it happened. A situation similar happened with Peyton and Jimmy Graham, where Peyton had told Graham not to go do the dunk on oh. the goalpost. Graham did it, and then on the sideline, Peyton ripped him a new asshole. Yeah, and so. he didn't see that out of the uh, right. But he threw him straight under the bus in the press conference, and everybody went nuts, right? Well, no. Yeah. People went nuts because he opened his press conference with the apologize. apologize. That's why we got Falcons. pissed off. Yeah, that to Arthur still Smith, pisses me to off. Be and will always piss me. No, he apologized to the fucking. Falcons. That's not what he said. Okay, he apologized to the head coach of the Falcons. Correct. Still not. That still sucks. Look like, for the. I'm looking for the quote on that because I'm pretty sure he said like, he, he apologized I mean, to the Atlanta Falcons organization. And, well. and everybody else, the the other takes on it were like, why would you even open your mouth on the presser? Like, yes, if you feel bad, if you feel like you should Let apologize. Me you if you, Let oh, me tell you why. And I'm not a defender of DA. Because five minutes after a game, you're livid fucking pissed off. You don't even think and you say stupid shit. He's done it all year. He's not good with the media. That's why it happened. Do you think it's because he pissed off or he was worried that he there was, was pissed another, off. another coach now, yelling at him? He's no, worried he, about optics. He was pissed the fuck off. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I'm sure he was pissed, but like, you think he apologizes if Arthur Smith doesn't come out like a little baby? 
and and loses his cool at the fifty. Um, I think he tried to say I didn't call that on the field. That's what that was. He doesn't have any reason to explain himself to the opposing team's head coach, who he knows is going to be well, canned. Th- this is where we talk hours. about the douchiness of the play. I, I'm I, I don't know if I agree with that because of how douchey the play was. He does not owe him an apology for jamming the ball down his throat and scoring a hundred points. Right. For you, you know, this is where I was getting no, with you playing football. Yeah. You know, there's a certain like call it a code or an unwritten rule or whatever you're in victory the game's not on the line that's a douchey move oh yeah no if it's i was, weird. If I was, on, a if I was on defense i would have a total what the fuck so but it, but it's a double standard because i'm a saying i would fan. not we'll apologize let me be clear <laughs> i would biased. not apologize i would say that's what my team did we did it fine right that's stand, it. stand that's behind it. Your right team. But if, you, if you're gonna if you're gonna ask me if you're gonna say i don't understand someone who would say I want to apologize because this was a douchey move. I believe there are a whole bunch of people out there that would do that. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I under- would not. I'm well, no just one's saying. arguing that. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of people that would do the apology. We just... I, it's the Falcons. You don't apologize to them or the coach. You fucking... You, you just say, oh, look, the players did it. That's what happened. And then leave it at that. That's how I would have left Sean it. Sean Payton would have looked at him yeah. and been like, yeah, go fuck yourself. You stand behind your team and you didn't do it. Yeah. And well, he's got he's got to live with them next year. I that's mean, a lot. There, I, there's people saying like Ed Daniels saying like we got to play this team twice again next year. It's like you have to coach the team next year, Dennis Allen. And you just said whatever they decided to do was not okay to the media to the other team look, against your well, well, right. Look, let's say this about the Ed Daniels thing. He was he, he was fishing and he was way over the top. He tried too hard. He was trying too hard. Yeah, he tried too hard. Yeah. So I'm not. That was, well, the one thing about the Ed Daniels thing is he wanted to say shit and he didn't like. So he didn't even back himself up. So it was like yeah. so soft of a way of trying to approach to get him to admit that it was, you he, know, a douche move without just coming out. I believe this is yeah. a bullshit move. He, couldn't he hear, wouldn't say it's, it. It's like he didn't hear himself in the moment, but it's right. like he crossed he crossed the line in the sand to just spar with Jameis. It was like right. he didn't realize he was already in that place. It's I like, think he realized he was too hey, deep and he didn't want to someone go there. Needed to, someone needed to poke him and be like, hey, Ed. You just took the gloves off. You may as well just go all the way in now. Right. <laughs> because did. you did that, you better just say what you're saying or you're going to look But instead, soft. he let Jameis turn around on him. Yeah, Jameis did. And, and I give Jameis all the credit in the world. That was, was a great. fantastic uh, job by Jameis, I will say. Um, and again, I am. I understand why Jameis did it. I don't have that big of a problem with it. I but just wish he would have. did it. It wasn't just Jameis. Yeah, it was the offense. One person organized that, and there's only no, one. There's I, don't, a, I disagree with that. There is only one person who can organize that, Corey. The guy handing it off. No one else well, can organize it. He organized well, it. Someone had to start the idea. It was Jameis. There's no doubt about it. No one else no can doubt. not kneel. Jameis was the one who could not kneel. Correct. But I think was organized and set off by a collective. They could have been talking about it on the sideline after the interview. He after said the, in an uh, interview it did not start on the sideline. It came about on the field. He said it. Well, more, I mean, than, more than who was on the field came up and was like Dapp and Jamal after the fact. I just love that we were like trying to dab like the worst player on our offense this year. Like we were just look, all intentions but, but, are to get me, this but, guy. But before, but before we go into like the tail like they were trying to get a make a wish kid if we can touch that. <laughs> well, there's that, but but I do. You talk about having played football before, and fuck it, it was high school. Okay, let's. I'll, I'll give myself that. You but know, that's. Like, I mean, you not learn all this shit, right? You learn all this shit. You learn about the team. You learn about who does what. I played a position where, you know. I didn't carry the rock. I blocked for the guy that carried the rock. What the players were saying during the the postgame pressers, it was was that 
because of the injuries, because of the way that the season worked out, Jamal was put in a position to where, you know, now we can look, I don't disagree with y'all about the way he ran the ball this year. It was not effective from the tailback position, but he did so much shit when the ball was not in his hands this year. That's a reach. I think it's not a reach. I do too. I did. I they mean, really liked the guy. They, you know, he seems he, like a great guy. He seems I, like a great guy. The point is, is that regardless of how effective or ineffective he was, his teammates saw and professed that that man worked his fucking ass off this year and did things that he needed to do. He worked hard to do them. They recognized it. They saw it. They respected it. They wanted to reward it. I have no problem with them. I don't care if he had negative one yards rushing for the entire year. His teammates felt like he deserved it. If his teammates felt like he deserved it, dude, he then he deserved this year, it, man. Like At, from fan, look <laughs> from so a bad. fan perspective, I don't disagree. But I'm saying, like, if you want to the the whole football perspective, because you asked me, I didn't volunteer it. Usually, I volunteer it. I didn't in this case. But from that perspective, if the teammates feel like he deserved it, then I'm going to stand by whatever they think because they're the ones who who work with the man every day. Okay. I would prefer, because they did, it is documented that they went up to D.A. and said, hey, can we get him yeah. a touchdown? First of all, D.A., just it's the fucking Falcons. Just say yes. Just do it. Just, just do it. Go correct. out there and try that to That is it. the correct answer. I agree with that 100%. The correct answer is, sure, let's line up, normal, put in the backup. Yes. Put yeah, an extra yeah. lineman out there and let, let that clunker take three carries and bash this thing into the end zone and from half a, a yard out. And there's a reason that the straw that broke the camel's back is a, is a saying, the nail in the coffin. Like, this wasn't the nail in DA's coffin because he's coming back. But, like, it, it the whole year had so many isms and in, in, in things that we didn't like out of what we saw out of DA – and so this was just, you know, fittingly and, you know, coincidentally and whatever you want to call it, on the last play, offensive play of the year. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, you know? Nick is uh, showing me the, the replay <laughs> of the infamous play, and Taysom looks you confused. Give us, a, give us a play-by-play there, Max? <laughs> I mean, there's really not much to say other than Taysom kind of looking to the sideline like, what the fuck does he look? Happening? Does he look concussed? Because that was like half the year. Uh, he was definitely concussed all year. Yeah, so you can see. I don't. He. I guess he wasn't. Li- maybe he wasn't listening <laughs> he like, in the huddle when they talked about but, it. But did, he, did he, but he fist pump at the end? Uh, was that him fist pumping, or is that somebody else? I, I think that was him. A little nervous about which is. <laughs> Act like you like it, Taysom. But look at everyone else. Everyone else is look hands up in the air, and Taysom's like, "Whoa, oh." <laughs> yeah, Taysom's like, "Well, the, yeah, Dad, Dad, Daddy Da is not going to like that." One BYU grad says, "Uh oh, we offended God." The other BYU grad's like, "I'm going in. <laughs> this is my moment." All right, so I, I, Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. I think we've uh, we've covered this topic pretty extensively. So uh, let's talk about a few of the other things that came out. Yeah. So we also heard about uh, Mickey Loomis having a nice little thirty-minute discussion with the team after DA's, I guess, final speech of the year to the team. Um, you know, Jeff Duncan talked about how apparently they were saying, like, you know, this is this is the way we're going to have to be, and if you're not on board with it, basically let, an ultimatum. Let us know. Let us know. So uh, I have a feeling that this is going to be. Nick and I have been texting about this extensively. This is going to be a very interesting off season. I think there are going to be some people who uh, who get shipped out via trade or rework contracts or outright cut. That I think are going to be a little surprising. Yeah, you know, yeah. we've already seen the Marshawn Lattimore contract restructured. 
this one is going to go ahead and allow the Saints, if they want to, to go ahead and trade him without uh, as much financial repercussions as it would be under his previous contract. So, I don't know. Corey, you got any thoughts on that? I I would be curious to to know, or the key in this, obviously, is to know what what is the way Mickey is talking about, right? Like, you're either on board with it being this way or you're not. So what what is that that he told? At first, I was encouraged. I was like, well, wait, okay. If it's Mickey and the players, i.e. Mickey and not D.A., Initially, I'm like, well, that can go that can go two ways. But I'm like, in a vacuum, I was like, encouraged by that. Only if Mickey is going in there with an open mind to hear what the players. That's have to what say. I'm saying. He could also be going in there with the whole thing, like, all right, children, you don't fuck with the substitute teacher. You show him respect. All right, I'll <laughs> yeah. see you later. Because I do, when I think about DA, I do still think that it's like substitute teacher mode, where it's like Sean Payton got his leg broken, we still have. But let's be honest, what's you know, Loomis is like. Biggest fallacy. Fallacy? Wrong word. <laughs> Biggest. Fault? Yeah, I guess fault. Shortcoming? There you go. What is it? Uh, managing the draft. Uh, trading up in the draft? Loyalty. It's loyalty. Oh, oh, yeah. The Lo- players who buy into yeah. the bullshit, they sign for massive money, they oversign them for too long. If you're not loyal, you're gone regardless, right? Brandon Cooks throws a little fit. We get him out of town instantly. We we sign Cam forever. Uh, I love Cam, but he's making a lot of money and probably at 35 next year. Doesn't make a lot of sense, that contract. AK gets top. He's still a top three paid running back three years later, guys. That's how much we paid AK. Um, yeah. Did you hear DA reference about AK not having the same explosion in his post comment? Did he say? Did he I, I agree. I, we, I know no, y'all no, no, got no, no, on. No. It was just surprising to hear it. Maybe. Yeah. He, well, he phrased it in a way of like uh, he, he was a tough runner this year between the tackles. He was, uh, which is not wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying he's wrong. I just, I'm just saying that's 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 coach, Mickey Loomis's biggest problem. Coach speaking is we get it's why Peyton had an unlimited leash. He's got an unlimited leash. It's the Saints well, culture. produced, which was he that's did. one thing. So He did, but he had a, also a very rough patch that we stuck through him with. Not all his fault, but a very rough patch of three, seven, and nines, suspension, pain pills, a lot of crap going on. A <laughs> lot of crap going on, right? Like, many franchises could have bailed there. Oh, absolutely. Um, but that's kind of our Saints, as far as up top, loyalty is the thing. You're with us or you're against us. Right? Do, you, do you think you would call it old school? Where he's like willing to give it more time than the modern approach of like, if you didn't do it the first two years, you're out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that can't be effective. It can be. But you also, but it's also proven for him to be a mistake many times, right? So I think that's what he was doing. Are you going to shut the hell up and buy in or am I getting rid of you? Well, and I think it's as clear as that. And gonna, I'm not saying it's right. We're going to find out. Yeah. Like, no, we soon. are. And it is going to be <laughs> interesting to see who gets shipped out yeah. this offseason. Because I think there's going to be some surprising names on that list. Look, Lattimore, I think we can all agree at this point that the signs are pointing towards an inevitable Let's talk about that real quick. And, and we'll talk about this way more on the season recap. But Lattimore, I, Max and I, he's my favorite player on the team. Max knows that. He's to me. He is the best player. The, the best team. player on our team. Yeah, that's my opinion. You know, no, there's, there's contention. Agree. 
Um, we've talked all year, and I said, it's really time. This is way before we had the collapse. This is all that. Maybe it's time to think about a Lattimore trade with Adebo stepping up. Alante going to be going into year three and better outside than inside. Yadam coming in and playing the way he's played. Lattimore making $20 million. Do you not re-sign Adebo? Do you keep Lattimore? What do you do? Lattimore being the oldest. I think it's safe to say everyone under Lattimore has overachieved and been a pleasant surprise. Or maybe Adebo has just achieved. I think Adebo's Adebo's overachieved. doing what he should be doing. That's what I mean. Like Alante, I think you can have a lot of negative things to say. Yeah, but true. also, this is a dude who played out of position all yeah. year and fought his ass off. I just feel like there's a spot on the field for him for years to come. And you've got two more years of his rookie deal after this year. Yeah. Adebo's deal, we're going to have to make a move on Adebo. we got to decide. Is, are we going to – you can't pay Adebo, say, $16 million and Lattimore $20 million. That's not yeah. going to work. Yeah. I mean, so, you, you, you can, but you got to cut fat out elsewhere. Like, right. And pff, we're not in the best shape to cut a bunch of fat at the moment. We can't. Uh, uh, we can't. So you have to make a decision, right? I just saved myself from doing an analogy. Y'all can thank me later. <laughs> we do appreciate whenever yeah, you skip it. No, <laughs> no so, cut fat analogy. Sorry. Do you, what, what does it take to bail on Lattimore? Max suggested we'd only get a two for Lattimore. I'm not on board with that. I don't think we get a one. I it's, think you have to say it's a, it's a one or it's a no deal and just call everyone's bluff because... I'd rather let his contract run out than than. than I take would a two. too. That's where yeah. I'm at. I would I would rather let the contract run out over the next two years. The second round pick's not worth. It's not worth. It's not no, worth it. No, it's not that, worth it. Yeah. Um. Just to get rid of the money. Now, if it was like multiple mid rounds, maybe. If it was a two this year, a two next year, or, or, or three, something like that. Or if you maybe. got a team to buy into what we usually do and just trade it, trade it a future fifth. first, or just give him a fifth, <laughs> give him a fifth for your best player. Jesus. Um. God. So I'm not on board with that. That's where I want to draw the line. For yeah. me, I set the price and I say, look, that's the price. We don't need to get rid of him. That's right. the price. Sorry. Yeah. And knowing what Ramsey got coming off a pretty big injury in Jacksonville, getting two firsts, and you've seen, you know, lockdown corner is of such value in the league, and he's only 28. I don't know. I think you have to demand that first. Marshawn's 28? Gonna be. Yeah. Next year, right? Thought he was younger. Mm-mm. 27. He's 28 next season. Yeah. Um, no, man, that class is getting up there. Kamara is yeah, 28. 28 right now, right? Yeah, he's going to be 29. He's going to be 29 next year. Next year. Um, yeah, but he's because he's a running back. He's Ram like Check's already. He's going th- to be 30 right for now. next year. Yeah, he's 29. So. I wish we could have their like biological ages. Guess who's not old? That old. Trey Hendrickson and Marcus Williams. They're no longer here. Please don't. There yeah, Marcus was 20 <laughs> when he came out. Yeah. So, oh, God. Um, so that's where I'm at with the Lattimore thing. I am totally on board with trading him and going with the younger guys, but. I think a one has to be the price yeah, you, at a minimum. You want to negotiate from a, pl- a point of leverage, okay? We have the leverage with Lattimore now. We've restructured. You know, like, we're not... Not getting a two isn't a hit to the team, okay? Like, so you don't have an extra second-round pick. Dude, I don't think we have the leverage. Yeah, we have the flexibility. We don't have leverage. Teams know why we did that. No, That's but, okay. But I mean, People like, knew it about Ramsey. But, That's but, okay. But I say, like, a point of leverage, it's like, okay, we don't trade him. We have one of the best corners in the league that's still I think on our that's team. why you have leverage, because like, he is one of the best corners, yeah. and, th- and league-wide thought to be one of the and best corners in the league. And by the way, if you don't want to give us what we're asking for, then you don't get a top-five corner. It's, it's not that hard. That's where I'm at. Where are you at? You would take a two? No. Okay. I, I would demand a one. I'm, I'm with you on that. 
I just knowing how Loomis has been operating with these trades, you know the the when I the CD Deuce one obviously that one was just train wreck. Yeah, tr- a total train wreck. I mean, what fifth round pick for him? Yeah. Uh, all the trades that you know the, the the multiple trades that brought us Olave and Penning, train wreck. Um, <laughs> I just I will say this: he did well on the Sean Payton one. I did, I did, I was firm in my thought that we were going to get a first round pick yeah. for Peyton, and we did. We got a first and a second, so that that trade was good. What about giving the pick back? I'm fine with that. I mean, you got the second, you got the the yeah. uh, the 45th pick this year. I think giving getting a first in any trade this day and age is a win. I think they're far less common than kind of what we're used to. I just I don't. Corner and receiver are the only two, and quarterback, of course. But corner and receiver have been but, the only ones to pull. Corner, corner, and quarterback are the two that yeah. demand a premium. But you had AJ yeah. Brown. You had you've had a couple receiver. Yeah. I mean, yeah, ones QB trades are so well, rare. Defensive but. end as well, because you saw uh, what was his name, DeForest Buckner, go from the uh, 49ers to the Colts for I think the 12th pick about a year or two ago, and I want to say he was like 27 or 28 as well. So the precedent's there for the defensive sure. ends, you know. But defensive ends, corners, yeah. quarterbacks. And then head coach, you know, the precedent's been first round right. pick for, for Super Bowl winning head coach. Right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I would be steadfast in, in, in taking, you got to get a one. I've seen speculation, you know, obviously Twitter is the land of speculation. And we've seen people going on like, oh, we're going to get fleeced for like a third or like a fourth. I am absolutely against the trade if that's the case. Yeah. I agree with you. You let him play out the contract. It's one thing now, with CD. You the, can't. the speculation, obviously, speculation is running rampant. You know, uh, Underhill's reported it, talking about there's been some, I guess, concern about how quickly Lattimore has come back from his injuries last year and this year, you know, where apparently there was the internal belief that he was ready to come back and he kind of pushed it off a little bit. So obviously there's speculation going on that maybe he and DA are not seeing eye to eye, even though uh, you know Lattimore's only played for DA and has had a fantastic career. So Correct. You can't like, really let's not knock that yeah. relationship too much. Like, without right. Knowing. Right. So look, that could be all baseless speculation. We don't know, but something is up because this is the first time a contract restructure has been an option bonus. Normally, all these contracts are set up to where they can—they don't even have to go to the player. Like Derek Carr getting in front of the media last week and saying like, oh yeah, you know, I'd be willing to restructure. Shut the fuck up because you're giving off this illusion that you're willing to take a pay cut. The reality is his contract and every other contract is set up yeah. to where the team just exercises a bonus. <laughs> He's asking Mama Gail to cut a check. Right. Well, like the, everybody the team, else. The team, they don't have to go to the player. They literally just exercise yeah. the option, and what happens is another year gets tacked on. You know, another bonus gets issued. The bonus gets spread out yeah. over a few more years. Remember it saves them money in that year, yeah. but it adds on money on the back end of the contract. I feel like so, I remember talking about that last year, where players were griping that, or, or players that had since departed were like, "Yeah, when I restructured, like that wasn't me." Right? They don't. They don't do anything. They have nothing yeah. to do with it. Now that's why the situation with Lattimore is so unique. Because this is an option bonus. This thing travels with him. So Underhill, you know, obviously give him all the credit in the world for breaking it down on his podcast. The way it works is if the Saints trade him, the option part of the bonus can trigger with the new team and not hit our cap. So it makes him more tradable. Wait, that makes him more tradable? Yes. Right, because it doesn't hit our cap. It doesn't hit our cap. It doesn't hit our cap. So we would be more incentivized to trade him. 
I was, I was, I was. Now, so the the reality is, for them to trade him for a 2024 draft pick is probably the odds are a little slimmer Mm -hmm. because the the salary cap implications are going to be a lot worse. But post June 1st, they can absolutely trade him, spread out that hit over 2025, 2026. And then that way it makes him. So I think the, the you know the, the likelihood is he gets traded after June first after the draft for a pick in uh, twenty twenty five. It's uh, that doesn't help us immediately. It doesn't. Which is that better be a one if it's a twenty twenty five. Absolutely. But I think a, it has but, to be a one at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's a decent point though from you, Nick, because it seems like given what Da just came out of survived, if you will. Another he year about of, 2025. Another right year now. of car. Right. Like they, whatever moves they're going to make are going to have to be for like, okay, this is really it. You know, like, and I hate that whole idea of being like, you know, before the season, anytime you have any scenario where you're like, okay, this is it. And then when that scenario ends being like, okay, but, but next time is really it. Okay, guys, like it's really it. Okay. Like no, no more, no more second chances. And I feel like that's kind of where we are. Like before the year, we were like, this has got to be it for DA. You know, if he doesn't perform, doesn't make the playoffs, that's got to be it, right? Well, he didn't perform, didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And, and so now we're like, oh, next year's really it. Okay. That, that, you know, I hate that situation. Like, a lot well, of we people, all hate it. And that's a lot just, of people sort of, we're in hell. Uh, I think John is correct with the, we're in purgatory. Wherever the hell we we're are. We're in purgatory. It's we're not, not in hell. Great. Trust we're me. We're not in hell. hell. Yeah, hell. We've, we've been in hell. We've Carolina's we've, in hell right now. Good okay. God. That's hell. Like, <laughs> that's, if you want to know. That's you a just, yeah. You have the first pick in the draft that's not your pick. Yeah, that's a... You, you just won two games. You got shut out twice in a row yeah. to end the season. They're in hell. Carolina hell. is a special kind of hell right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, that's no, a but, mess. But back to the original thought. So I think we're all in agreement that we need to recoup a first round pick if we are going to move him. Let me ask you this. What if it wasn't a pick, but it was a second and a starter on a different position of need? I mean, if it's somebody that's going to come in and help the team, I'm fine if with it's, that. If it's an offensive dem- lineman in offensive their 20s? Lineman? Yeah. Yes, in their so, 20s. Agree. Yeah. There's iterations, but if it's a, if it's a pick for player, then it's got to be first, yeah. You know, look at that. Like, if you're talking a Graham for Unger plus a pick that's, situation. Yeah, that's kind of the... I, I could do that, but we, yeah, we still got a one on that, didn't we? We got a one in Unger? Stefan Anthony. Yeah, that I mean, we're not good at drafting most of the time in the first round. Damn, but, what a waste. But you got a one and Unger. That could have been a steal if you make the right pick there. That could have been – that wasn't a great draft, though, either, was it? Back On the back half of that? Yeah, I mean, but we botched. We botched a pick. A lot of them. Yeah. I mean, look, Stefan Anthony is an all-time bust as far as first-round picks are concerned for the Saints. Um, well, let me mm. ask you guys. I want your thoughts on John Gruden because this has been floating around. <laughs> God damn it, Max. Well <laughs> – I, I I especially want Corey's thoughts on this, given that he is the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More socially conscious. Yeah, he's our he's our woke police. To make you can sure say woke, it's fine. <laughs> um, God damn it, I wasn't even. Well, I didn't well, think we were going to talk about this, but no, no, I'll give you my thoughts. Well, I mean, let me let me preface off, it. Let me preface yeah. it with this. Let's let's say hypothetically, <laughs> so what ends up happening? Obviously, DA is coming back unless something completely unforeseen happens in the next you know couple days. So DA's back. Um, Carmichael, I mean, Jesus Christ. That's a whole nother topic we should probably talk about. The what? I'm sorry, I missed it. What'd you say? Talking about Carmichael and how Derek Carr usually performs very well in the second year of an offense. So we'll get into that after. I want Corey's thoughts on Gruden. Let's say hypothetically he is brought on, and I'm going to use the situation with DA originally being brought back when, uh, what's his name, Rob Ryan was still the defensive coordinator. 
Mm-hmm. They brought D.A. back after he got canned in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And his title, I want to say, was co def- defensive assistant. They were co-coordinators, I thought, right? Whatever. I want to say he was just defensive assistant at first. Okay. Basically, he was brought in to take that motherfucker's I mean, job the second he slipped okay. up. X's and O's, if Gruden and Carmichael are on the same staff, Gruden's the coordinator. Okay, like he's known. For, Absolutely. For but him. he might even be closer to the head coach than Dennis Allen. If he's on the if he's on the staff. well, we were just talking about Super Bowl winning now, head coaches. Now this right? said, this said, okay, you want you want the social? Here we no, go. No, I want your opinion. My I want your okay. honest opinion on do you, a do you like it? B do you think it's a good idea? And you don't have to go in that order. Just flip it. Yeah, kind of like we talked about the team aspect of it. Like, was it the team that wanted Jamal Williams to get that touchdown, or was it Jameis the one? Jamal Jamal Williams to get that touchdown. I am as okay with Gruden coming in as the members of the Saints, the the players on the Saints team are okay with Gruden coming in. Now, how do you know they wouldn't be okay with him coming in? Well, we we won't ever know. Okay, so right. I'll say I that we okay. need to put that as a context for yeah. everything we, we say. We won't. We don't really know. ever. We don't know. That's speculation know. on your part. I haven't speculated. I, I didn't speculate to say I know how they feel. It would be if we were to know they were okay with it. That's the only way. I well, would, we're not going to know either way. I'm not going to feel good about it no matter what. Okay. Okay. Because what he... You can think what you want about the emails. We're not going to get into the merits of what he said right. in the emails that were the subject so you of don't, his, Let me ask you this. Do you not like it because of the emails? Short, or short, no, short answer, 100%. I don't like it okay. because of the emails. I don't like I don't like bringing in a guy who said what he said when he was a grown-ass adult. And, and then he's going to come in and, you know, I mean, look, I can't, when someone says something like that on email, because uh, let's, let's be clear, it was racist, what he said about DeMora Smith. Uh, it was, he called Goodell things that were, we have all homophobic and well, we have all, but does that, but like in private emails when he's like, you know, I mean, you don't want to check my text messages with Nick about Goodell. <laughs> I've probably called him worse than anything. Let me well, ask you this, but, but, no, but, but, but real no, quick no, before no, you but, keep going, because what Max just said as a lawyer, there's a difference when it's like, well, no, what how do you feel? Say? I'm just, I'm just opinion. How do you feel about those emails being leaked, which is the basis of this whole uh, lawsuit that I guess well, he's trying to follow. You're probably asking the wrong guy about emails being leaked because one cardinal rule as a lawyer is you don't send an email unless you assume you work under the assumption that, that email is going to be okay. showed in court. Pivot. You have so, a client who had emails leaked in that fashion. I'd be like, how? I would tell the client, you fucked up. I'll def- if you're paying me to defend you, I'll defend you because it's my job. But like you. When I send emails to clients as a lawyer, there there's a there's a subject line. I no, it's a it's a it's an email no, to Max. No, I, no, I know, I know, but this is part of my point. When lawyers send emails, okay, they put subject to attorney client privilege. So those email and, and there's other privileges out there, professional privileges like uh, there's some accountant privileges, there's like psychiatrist privileges, there's HIPAA. So there's some communications that are protected, okay? And you can not doesn't mean you have carte blanche to say racist, homophobic shit. Of course not. But like when none of us are behind that. But when you're emailing when you're emailing something to just somebody, like I mean, first off, let's just say, like, hey, don't talk that way, number one. 
there's even if people have or have not or they're good people and they've said bad things just don't say this shit like there's no reason to just you don't have to talk like that for one but two if they get leaked there's so many different things about like the context of the leaking okay like can you be pissed about it if it's your email and it got leaked sure you're gonna be pissed about it but did you say it if you said it you can't get pissed that you said it and you can't get pissed at people if they did find it i i don't condone like, anything he said in these emails as a as a right, no, no, none of us did no one does. the the context of the email i think does matter a little bit i understand what you're saying from the legal perspective 100 well, anything you email has been the decided context, that, that well wait, let me just stop you when certain adjectives are used there isn't a context that matters Okay, like it, when it just it depends on, yeah. Like what I'm saying is like when you I think it's when less you're, about the, when the you're at an elevated level of anger in your life at any point, have you said something you regret and didn't mean? Well, people always say Correct. things. That's they all regret. I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm not giving them a pass or anything. I'm just saying in the in the context of like say if you were yelling at me, but it depends on what you regret, like. Makes, and we don't know that, you know, right? We don't, we don't know even know if he know. does regret it. We don't even know. No, but I mean, like, but you can regret it. But the fact, the that thing I told you, Max, whatever it was that you did, that you like, you could go kill someone in cold blood and regret it, but you're still going to serve a life sentence. Okay, right? But you're still not going to be able to be a member of society, no matter how much you regret it. Okay, so it's like a big difference, but yes, so, I agree. So like, there's um, there's there's levels. There's levels here, regardless of the regret of the individual that did the thing that's wrong. So like, Correct. you know, that's why I think we're all entitled to feel how we want to feel. Now, here's my kicker, though, is that with Gruden, okay. So for that offense, should his career be over is, my, is kind of my question. Because I think there's a very divided uh, perspective on this. Like Michael Vick being allowed to come back to the NFL after serving a suspension and jail time. No, no. And there's, everybody, there's everybody, you know, at that point was like, hey, look, he's a changed man. You know, they gave him the benefit of the doubt, and, and they got behind him. Just so you know, I think Corey, it's a, look, when this happened, I think it's a case by case basis. I career I, over. Well, I don't think I know enough about the whole situation to know if it's career over. Knowing, so knowing, knowing what you know, right? I, I don't either. And we're talking in complete my, hypothetical. Okay, right so now. here's whether it's a career over thing, hypothetical generality. My whole stance on this the whole time has been more rooted in the reality of the situation. Okay, like. Gruden, if he comes to our team, okay, it's not about him coming to the Saints. It's more like in a general sense about the, yes, there are the optics. Yes, there are everything he said. I think those are yeah, important but, here, but, but, though. But, right? The what? It's a pretty important, right? Because no, no, it is important. Yeah. But, but my, what I care about more is, is less about whether, it's not a one-for-one one of like, you said this, your career's over. Or you said this, you get X suspension. Or you said this, you can't be a coach for X amount of time. Oh, by the way, you're also suing the league, which is a whole other thing. What I care about more is if he's coming in to be a member of the coaching staff. And if I'm a fan of the team that he's coming in to be a member of the coaching staff on, like I said, I'm as okay with it as the thing we're never going to know which is how okay are the players with it? And if your key guys in there are not cool with it, I'm not saying they're not, okay? And if it's DA and Mickey saying like, 
Gruden's going to coach this damn team and y'all are going to be okay with it. That is that's a scenario that would rub me the wrong way. Now, now if, I agree that, with but, that. Uh, but I, what I would say now, now is, if AK and Marshawn and if 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 the collective consensus from the team is just as bought into Gruden coaching and bringing us to success as they were on Jamal Williams getting a touchdown, then I'll be like, if that's what the players want, then then so he's he's going to be a guy coaching. Pull the them. lawyer Corey away a little bit. Uh, that's very hard to do. We don't <laughs> we don't know those things, right? We don't of, of what the players are going to say. What is your gut on that? How do you think players would feel about it? Like that's what I'm I trying mean, to figure out for me. Like okay. Put it this way, like if I'm calling a like one for one, like do you think they would sitting, for, forgive that? Sitting or no? here as a white dude telling you how like I'm a predominantly like black team or how like it's a uh, complete guess. Uh, I get it. Like I get a, it. a black player would feel about a guy who has used a racist remark about another black man. I have no idea, and I'm not in a, pl- a place to say how they would or would not feel about that. I I literally am not qualified to make that answer. So that's why I say like. I'm going to defer to them, and that's the that's the best I can do. You know. Well, here's a question for you. I'll never know what it's like to be in that. Well, situation. None of us will, and it's yeah. all and that's a, it's, it's all it's all speculation. And that's the reality of it. But here's something that is not speculation. Okay. He gets brought on. You're going to support the team. I'm always going to support the Saints. There you go. Now I won't. No, no, no. That that's that's it. Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm, there's no look. I mean, I hate this it, for right or wrong, and you know, I mean. <sighs> I don't envision a world, I mean, just knowing myself, where I'm not going to watch the games on Sunday. Or I'm not going to want to go to the Saints-Falcons game. Um, and there's also not a world where the Saints or any NFL team is going to be qualified to hire somebody who has committed the most heinous acts in the world that, I don't know. I mean, this you brought it up. but Yeah, I did. It's uh, and th- And that's kind of what I was getting to, too. It's like, you can really dislike somebody on the coaching staff. I do right now. You can a head coach. You can dislike them for very personal uh, and and vitriolic and prejudicial reasons. But there's good. Is there? It's like you said though. Is there or is there not going to be something tugging at you to want to root for that team? And I think, but that's the. Well, the reason I bring it up because there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of grandstanding going on. Well, no, everyone's gonna. There's always gonna be grandstanding, but that's the potential problem with even bringing in a guy like this, and or even bringing in a guy like last year with Deshaun Watson. Is that like you're creating a situation where, like, as fans, you know, you're setting fans up to be like, there's a very good reason because many will feel this way, and I'm not. There's a good reason for them feeling this way, saying. I don't want to root for this team because of that one dude. And if, if there's fans that are, that feel justified in that, I'm not going to knock them for it at all. Well, let's go but, back but, to but, the whole... But, but they because don't... they've been fans for so long, they're going to feel pulled to the team and then have that internal confliction. But um, Well, let me say this, though, because you said something. Yeah. Remember with the whole national anthem stuff was going on, this is what, five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was, when Kaepernick... Yeah. You know, and then our team... And we had uh, the very outspoken Saints fans who were saying they were getting rid of their season tickets. Yeah, they were full We're of not shit. supporting, we're not watching this, we're not supporting this team yeah. as long as they're disrespecting this country, the national anthem, whatever they were saying. Yeah. And guess what? That team started winning 
every one of those motherfuckers shut up immediately and was supporting that. That's because the MAGA people don't back up what they're, but you know, you act, you know, we went there, but that's my, my position. Um, my point is, I think it still goes the other way. Like, let's just say, let's, let's say Gruden gets brought on but as an assistant. But again, hold on. DA starts off the season 0 and 4. They say, fuck it. We've got the, the next head coach in the building. DA, you're gone. Gruden, you're now the head coach. I mean, look, here's my take. It's, that's why I said it's a case by case basis. You just, you don't. Well, we're talking about this case. But you don't know till you're there. Like, the, it's a lot of speculation. But I'm going to pivot real quick before you go. Because my last thought on it is, and, and Ralph, actually, Marlboro said this. Before we even commit to Gruden, are we even sure he would be the right guy? No, I mean, that's, are that's, not, that's a whole That's a whole other thing. Like, there thing. might be but, so many other better But we're flirting options. with him, so it's something <laughs> it's like, to talk about. Because yeah. we are flirting yeah. with him. But right? I think like one thing people aren't saying is like... No, his scheme could be archaic options? at this point. Yeah. yeah, It might be a dinosaur. I'll be honest with you. I, the Peyton scheme is starting to look archaic. Too. It is, yeah. And yeah. Gruden's is older than that, right? Right, so right. So that's all I'm not even absolutely no. on the table. I don't even know if I'm sold on the table. But that is a separate conversation. Separate. Yeah, but I, this, is, that's, this is apples and oranges. That's why we love, wanted your opinion that's why I brought on... That's why I last, because I thought like... Before, we, we wanted your opinion on the apples, before I hang the up and, Before I hang up and listen, I, that was the one thing I wanted yeah. to just put out there. Yeah. I, I would say, I remember when all this went down. It was a long time ago now, I think. How, was it 10 years ago? How, how long What ago are you talking about? When all this went down <laughs> with Gruden um, resigning and everything. Oh, how many years no, ago? No, 2018. 2018, yeah. Oh, it was only long. five years it's ago. Okay. Not long ago. Not, not, long not as far as I thought. And like but I said before, he was also a grown-ass man when he said it. This was also when he was with Washington, which was way longer than that, right? It it so, was emails to Bruce Allen, the general manager yeah, of the while Washington While he was with Command. the Raiders? They came out he when he was a head coach. Okay. Yeah. Came out, or was that when they were sent? Not that it matters. I'm just. Curious. I was about to say. I know you were asking because it matters. It, we don't know because the it was it was a masterful <laughs> job. Sent, by the, right. It was a masterful job by the NFL to go ahead and distract from uh, Daniel Snyder being a piece of shit. I do. Yeah, Daniel Snyder is the worst person in this whole equation. Period. Yeah. But uh, we're not going on that side. But there's so many worms in this can. Uh, <laughs> that's the true, complete, you know, douche yeah. of the whole thing. But there's um, a lot of douches in the NFL hierarchy. I, I, it did seem targeted to me. But he did do it. Boo-hoo. So, yeah. um, so it's two things, right? It's This is the classic good that we were victims of it as Saints. The subject fans, of his right? lawsuit is a sunk cost at this point. Like, it doesn't, he doesn't care. It doesn't he matter. Doesn't, he like, doesn't care about that. He's in, well, there's apparently it's either tomorrow or it's next Wednesday. That, yeah, but that's just big, to decide if it, it goes to the court. He no, wants it's it fitting to go timing. To, right? like, no, but my, my point is there's no... It's not a coincidence that the timing of all this is no, happening because not. there's going to be. Don't be surprised if there's a. Oh, he drops the lawsuit. Oh, hey, he's open, he's welcome to come back. It'll, you know that sort of shit. Yeah. His well, re-entrance to the NFL will certainly be a term of the settlement. Yeah, right. I mean, and, and my point it was going to be this: when this first happened, Max and I were going back and forth on it. Obviously, no one, any normal person, can't be cool with the shit he said. Right? right. We all we're all in agreement there. Yeah. Um. The first thing I said is if he hasn't gone and flown personally to apologize to uh, DeMarisa Smith's face, he's a coward. Yep. That should have been the first thing he did. It's a very good Is point. to go apologize to the man to the face. But I'm also going to say, for me, that shouldn't end a career. There have been so many egregious things in the world. Yeah. I think you have to try and give people a second yeah. chance at some point. Contrition's a real thing. Right. So I, I'm on that side of it where he at some point should be given a second chance. Uh, maybe there's a punishment involved. I'm not saying the Saints should sign. I'm not an advocate for John. I don't care. 
to be honest with you. I think maybe... Well, I think you care who's our OC. I, I care that we have a good OC. Yeah. <laughs> I want to win. Right. I, I, I hate that this gets involved in football at all because that's not why any of us are there. Even exactly. the people who have a huge problem but with to this. To be honest, Gruden brought it into the chat by emailing another NFL of person. I'm not absolving you know. him of anything. He, here's, I, here's a very simple solution. He could have just not said that. Correct. Yeah, but I think if, if you went through all of the right. emails of every single owner slash coach, oh, no, he's absolutely the one that got you, caught. No, no, yes. I promise you, this is Bounty Gate all over again. No. Is what I'm saying. This There's, is Bounty Gate. The league has run rampant with all that shit. Like, and it and it's all bad. It's there were 20 bounties going through the league that like, year. Yeah. We got suspended. We exactly. lost our coach. But for I think, like, yeah, whether it ends a career, it, it, the thing is, there's no general band aid of like. Hey, my career shouldn't end Corey, because can I, I get a copy of your college text by any chance. I would love to see. <laughs> that. I'll send you all my texts. I, I, I really don't text like that. Let's I, go ahead and subpoena like Verizon or AT&T. Yeah, no, I'm just if saying. You, like, you, I'll send we'll you, find, you'd find something. You would not. You, I'll send you everything. I'm it's going fine. through your. I'm going through your old tweets tonight, pal. I'm not saying racist. Good, go I'm for saying it. offensive. You've never said anything offensive uh, in a text. Oh, uh, ever in your well, life? No, we're talking about racist, homophobic, and what, what? And, and and sexist, like. You won't, but no. The point, the point Max is making is what Gruden said was fucked up. It was bad, no question about it. Do I think your ability to work should be restricted for life for stupidity and what I think is extremely negative comments, horrible comments? I think there is. Everyone deserves some sort of second chance at some it point. Depends on what you are doing to show that you were wrong. like. What is your? What are you bringing to the table to contrite? Like well, he already what, said it. He, if he went it, and apologized to these people, if he reached out to Demaris Smith, Demaris, well, however you say his but name, it, but it can't be ceremonial. It can't be like just bullshit. It can't be like, oh, I'm apologizing because I want to be a head coach again. The like, one that's I, bullshit. I'm going to tell you the one like, part where like that's I, for me. I mean, you ask my personal opinion. Like, if he's going through the I motions, think I think you're grandstanding a for little this bit. in particular. Not, but for this in particular, there wasn't a huge player outcry after. There wasn't a whole bunch of like people coming out of the woodworks of like well, John I mean, did this to me because unfortunately they all know it happens. Well, that that was the culture to be like this. He did this to me. He did this to me. This yeah. is the time of all this, right? Yeah, usually it exp- like Jonathan Majors, prime example. The second he got in trouble mm-hmm. with his girlfriend, yeah. people came out of the woodwork. Right. All of these people he That's was in I film mean. school with. You mean like that. there weren't people corroborating. Correct. Everybody coming, right? Okay. Like, yeah. All right. So It's usually like, open season on whoever it is. For me, that one, it's an opportunity for people yep. who have any case, yep. right? Financially, it's an opportunity. Deshaun Watson thing, horrible. But it went from one, two, three, all the way to 20 in an instant, right? Um, and he very much well have wronged every single one of those 20. But once it became a financial opportunity, you had everyone who had been wronged come up forward. Soon as someone jumped the line to take the hit, everyone piggybacked is yep. what I'm saying. So while it would have been really hard to go after John Gruden before this came out, it would have been pretty easy to come after him after, I think. Yeah, he was, he had a big bullseye on him at that and point. And rightfully so. Yeah. So anyone he wronged, I felt that no, the, a whole bunch of people could have come out. Players, coaches, assistant coaches, administration of teams. I don't know if that matters. I didn't see a big outcry. So like, is it is it a... Would that have made you feel better about what he said? No, no, no. But what I'm saying is it's not systemic. Apparently, right? apparently but we don't know that. Most likely. Because I'm saying, in all likelihood, with someone with that type of wealth and, and the, it's a, it, as soon as it becomes a financial opportunity, anyone Dude. who he's wronged generally comes forward once it's out. 
There's also a thing called hush money, private settlements that we have no Maybe. clue Maybe. That's about. true. That's okay? 100%. People could have sent demand letters that will never see the light of day. Uh, but, it would have leaked out. We would, have heard, we would have heard We something. don't know that. Again, it's another thing of speculation. So, Well, what, since what Trump the, hit more office, the NDAs haven't done so good. Yeah. <laughs> those are Trump NDAs because he's fucking incompetent as fuck and has terrible lawyers. Okay? Like, those are a different ballgame. Rudy Giuliani, he, he hired him once in, in the four seasons. Was that where he had, had the press conference? That was a nice okay, press conference. <laughs> anything that Trump has ever tried to do legally should not be a comparison for anything. Anyway... What was the original question again? How do we feel about it? This is uh, where you shout out Stormy Daniels. I feel like Corey needs a shout out right now. Jesus Christ. Well, shouts out everybody else. Louisiana's so. own. <laughs> Baton right, Rouge, baby. I'm, I'm fine for a shout out. Uh, how did we get here? What the sub hell Stormy? Because Max brought up John Gruden. That's yeah, how we got I here. Worried, I wanted to get Corey's take on it. So the only take I want from you is, if do you think he should be able to get a job in the NFL again? Because that's all I'm talking about. I, I'm not forgiving a damn thing he did at all. He needs to own them all. He needs to... Handle that with the individual people he offended directly, especially. Other than you call him the soundbite of "I don't have a racist bone in my body," like has he actually issued like a public statement of apology? I don't Unprompted, know. just here's my statement. I'm John Gruden. Probably not, because he's got a lawsuit going. I haven't read. Well, any. that's a, that's I'll actually be, a fair point. Yeah. It's actually a fair point. Okay, I would need to Let's see. Let's assume him, he is not. I would need to see him dismiss the lawsuit and say against not, the NFL. I mean. Well, Brian, said, Brian Flores was suing him. Remember that for the whole Dolphins thing. Well, yeah. that's a whole different ballgame. But let's well, just, my point is, he's already coaching again in the league. He he, he ended well, up. Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. like you're John Gruden. You said some fucked up shit. You're suing the league and he should for be telling people league, you yeah. said fucked up but, shit. And you want to like he's looking for a windfall. Like I would need to see the man say, "I'm not trying to get money out of the NFL because I said some racist, homophobic, sexist shit." First, the purpose of the lawsuit asked, is to save a hundred million dollar contract. Right. He's not He's going not, for money. He ain't He's not going, going for money, bro. This is to, this you, is asked, tr- you asked me what I would needed to see. I need to see him dismiss the lawsuit against the, the, the league first, okay? However aggrieved he feels. I don't care about that part. That's I mean, the league. I, I hate the league. Well, you asked yeah, what, I, you asked what I need to see. I need to see that. They're race, that, more racist than anyone. Actions, actions <laughs> he can sue the league for the rest Look, of his career. Actions. What did the league do to Colin Kaepernick? We're talking about words. <laughs> well, that's that's bullshit. But actions speak louder than words. Okay, so action, drop the lawsuit. Then, then put some words on top of it. Show us why you dropped the lawsuit. Show us that you're a different person. Show us that you, whatever you, however, whoever you were, however mad you were, however irate you were, that brought you to those adjectives was not you and mean it. And then I then I hear that you have talked to every single fucking player in the locker room who you intend to coach. And I know it might not be realistic, but like my standards are higher than maybe what other people's would be. That's just you asked. That's my answer. Was that a yes or no? It's, it's answer, a neither. There's no yes it. or no. No, there's, there's, no. All I'm saying is, in some world, there's could a, you see him working in the NFL again? That's, there are that's requir- absolutely. There are requirements for. Yes, okay. and there are requirements okay. that good. I would have. That's good enough for him yeah. to do it. Yeah, I just wanted you to say yes or no on that. That's yeah, all. good. It's not a lifetime ban at this point. Okay, if he does the right thing, that's so. where I'm at. I, I don't. I. It shouldn't be a lifetime ban. I, I think it's a massive mistake and not okay. Of course. Um, but I don't think we have to take someone's whole livelihood for the rest of their life. We need to try and Look, move ball, past hey, it. Balls in his court for that. That's that's my. I think so, like, I but mean, I, but I think he's probably pretty close, right? Because what has he done to get close? Well, no, no. I'm saying whatever he's done behind the scenes, he's like the Saints are talking to him. So. Well, we talked to Deshaun Watson as well. So did the Browns. Yeah. So did the Falcons. So did 
So we do have a low bar. So maybe we should. <laughs> we have a low. That's what I'm saying. I don't think we're the best well, example. Do, do we, I don't think saying the Saints well, are talking on. to the re, him. The reality is the NFL's bar is well, low. Well, so because it's a it's an insanely any, for profit situation. Any yes. team in the NFL would have talked to Deshaun Watson if they all needed a quarterback. The reality is a lot of teams did not need a quarterback at that point, so they didn't have any reason. There to was even a bidding go. war. Let's be honest. There was a bidding war. There was a four-team bidding war. Right. So the oh, bar no, the, is the, the bar is no, low. Yeah, we are for dealing the with a league that is devoid of morality. Yes, right? absolutely. Yes. That's yes. that's my point. Right. And there, decency the league, to an extent. The league yes. is the worst of all of this because yep. they do not care. They're happy to punch you if yeah. it serves them. They're happy to bring you back if it serves them. Deshaun Watson, lucky for him, still has the highest guaranteed money in the history of the NFL, and by all accounts is pretty horrible. No, we we know acts for like yeah. you know, so it's 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 convenient. But the I think, farce is that it's the shield. The reality is that it's the Death Star. Like we get it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, like, I, I, that's why I don't care about the lawsuit. They can fight it out in court all they want. I don't yeah. care. The NFL is a horrible organization. No, from a personal horrible. perspective, I would want to see Gruden I get it. That's the fine. action. That's fine. Just, oh, no, no. I agree with yeah. you. I told Max the day it all got released, he needs to be on a plane to go see Demarish today. Yeah. Because it's not okay what he said. And if he didn't mean it, he needs to go sit down and talk to a man-to-man and and clear that, some, however he can, well, if he can. It's it's to, to him, but it's also what it shows to anyone of the same race of Demory Smith, and and which many of whom are going to be playing for you if you are the coach. I hear you. So you need to apologize to him. You need to go sit down in the locker room, face to face, man to man, with any other person who could have been in the same position as Demory Smith, and say how fucked up that was, and why fucked up it was, and how you're not going to, you know, how you've changed. I don't know. I don't know. Like again, I'm not qualified to talk about or or say how anyone should feel about what John Gruden said. Because there's yeah, you no can't know. You're the whitest person. Yeah, I look like the emoji that's standard on the Apple uh, phone when you <laughs> yeah you know click. So there's no two way. Shades, there's no way. Two shades brighter, maybe. Maybe <laughs> likely. Yes. Um, so again, like I'm not like, but the best I can do is say like I feel like John Gruden should go sit down and apologize. I to guess it. the whole reason Everybody. we're talking about this is there's a big you know there's a big discussion about. Well, there's it smoke. Out there. There's right. smoke and. He's um, gonna be on. Look, he's gonna be on our staff. Do you expect fans to bail on the team if they bring him in? Some, yeah, some, like, of no, course. Well, I don't mean some. I mean like a All good of portion. Them? No, no, no. Like a good port, like a, a sizable amount of fans. Will we lose? What's sizable? No, no. Instead of instead of going off a number, let's say this: Is the Superdome gonna have empty seats? No, it might have empty seats because of Da being back. What's it gonna so say? Like, so I guess that's probably not the best. The metric. empty seats. Let's there put it this way. No, because the seats will be filled by people that don't give Of a shit. the people you interact with, Corey, in any context, social media, you know, um, any chat space, anything, right? Chats, chat in space. person. Chat space? Chat. What chat? Chat Dis- rooms? We'll say what? Discord. Discord. <laughs> we'll modernize it. We'll call it Discord. Any of those people, a significant amount, you know, that you would consider would bail on the team? Like a quantifiable amount of people that I just shut interact down. Interact with? Like their interaction but with the like, Saints on these on these platforms, um, not supporting the team in person. You think gone? I think fans. I think a, a small percentage will, and it'll be a vocal minority that does. Mm. Okay, that's fair. I can agree with that. I can agree with that too. Yeah, it's, it's always it's always a vocal minority. And I'm not look, and I'm not going to knock them if they do. Uh, oh, you don't yeah, have no, to follow the Saints. Do do what yeah, you want to do. I, do. And no, I look, understand. Look, I that's, understand that's, completely. That's the that's, beauty of the world we live in. Yeah. Everybody can do whatever the fuck they want to do as long as they're yep. not harming anybody else. If you don't want to watch the Saints, don't watch the Saints. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'll probably, look, DA's going to be back next year. I'm probably going to have a good portion of my tickets up for sale next year. You already, yeah, you already did this year, as you should have. What if they start for it now? Oh, I'll be back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the reality. I mean, like, fan, right. fanhood. Well, that's why that's why this kind of topic sucks because blind fanhood does that. This isn't what we want to talk about when we talk about. Well, these we things. have to, of course not. But, but because we're looking at him, it is a topic, and you know. But we just want we just want football to be football. I hey, think. look, you and I have been very vocal about we pull for the logo. Yeah, and like I'll be honest with you, I, I'm gonna do a little protest of DA by probably selling the first couple of games. But Nick's right; they start off four and zero. My ass is gonna be back there, fucking ready to roll. Yeah, and I'll be drinking the DA Kool Aid if that's the case. Well, I'll, I'll I look at, at that it point, like I'll say that the players are the reason we're succeeding, despite the coach. You don't pick your family. That's what I'll say. <laughs> you get the family you get. Yeah, the Saints mm. is what we got by being born here. Yep, and we. Yeah, I think the, there's a blind, you know, a blind so, loyalty to absolutely. them. Absolutely, and the quote, "That's my team," though. Yeah, like, and I'm I'm okay with that. I wish there wasn't, you know, if Gruden is going to upset our players, I certainly don't want that. Absolutely, right. agree. That's, and, what, agree. that's what I'm saying. And but if, if the players are fine with him, I'm fine with him. Right, it's, me it's too. To, yeah, I'm okay with a second chance for Gruden. I'm not okay if they're like that's unacceptable and here. I'm I fine. would hope that ownership and the front office. Knowing the circumstances, my only hope is just give the players that choice. Give the players that option. I don't expect them to. Because well, you can't be, give all the because players, Because of right? the Death Star yeah, reasons. You're going to have to build a committee. Who's on the committee? Oh, God. How long do we Cam have for DeMario? this episode? It's only, it's gonna, you're going to get five guys. <laughs> Honestly, you know what? I would be like, DeMario. Yeah. Like, yeah. what does DeMario say? Me too. I'm, you know, like that, I'm gonna tell you right now. That man's earned enough to to be like. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Demario, being a man of God that he is, is gonna say he's gonna forgive. forgive him. Him. He's gonna forgive. He's gonna him. forgive. Him. Honestly, I would say, if you if you told me that John Gruden walked into a closed room with Demario, yeah, and Demario was given carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wanted for however long the fuck, say whatever the fuck he wanted. But like Max said, and then they then they both came out on the other side, like, oh, okay. why is Demario a brilliant <laughs> human being? Because he's, he's going to forgive person. him, and he's going to talk to him, and he's going to tell him yeah, everything. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Like your scenario, it's not like he's going to go in a room and beat the shit out of him. I that know. ain't happening. I know. The reality is he's going to go in a room, they're gonna have, they would have a discussion, and he would come out, and they would say, you know what? We talked through it. We're on board with this if he's going to be doing this. Yeah. That's the reality of what DeMario would do. Yeah, no, I know you had no, this, this idea in your head. I like, know. He's not going to... street justice is going to be dished out. That ain't the no, case. That, that would be if Junior Collette was still but on the team. That's why DeMario's the man, though. Like, yeah. That is good. He's, he can, he he's can a leader. above he's, all He's the, the leader. I think we can agree that if the team, and we'll go ahead and use DeMario as the, the figurehead for yeah. the team, because he, as you said, he's has earned it. earned it. Yeah. If he is fine with it and the team is fine with it, I am fine honestly, with it. who do you have in that room? With Gruden. I have DeMario. I've got you gotta Cam. Have Cam. You got to have Cam. I've got uh, Honey Badger. Yeah. Because Honey Badger, oh, this is a prime example. The Honey Badger's second reputation. Chances. Second chance. Now, his reputation was slandered for no goddamn reason. Absolutely. It was weed. It was ridiculous. It but was ridiculous. if you were to, so all of us watching the Honey Badger at LSU and everybody, whether you're an LSU fan or not, was a fan of the Honey Badger just because the guy was fucking incredible. Like, I'm not an LSU fan. But I would watch the LSU games. I'm like, man, this dude's awesome. Would love to draft him. If you would have told me back in 2014, 15, whatever year he was drafted, that he would be the man that he is now, and by all accounts, this dude is one of the most charitable, 
you know, doing. But he was always that. But he liked to smoke weed. And right, but also the reputation him. that we they knew. They tried to ruin him. Yeah, but the exactly. reputation that we knew. And look, we didn't know they were trying to do all that. Obviously, we can speculate on it. But all we knew of him was, you know, whatever. Obviously, it was, it was you know, bullshit. But the point is, like, the dude is, DeMario, DeMario wasn't the best person in college. No, no. Well, yeah. His story is the same, it's the same thing. He was, he was off his path and had to kind of get himself resituated. Something, what, what was it that happened with him before? Uh, I don't remember the, the exact specifics of it. I do know that. Um, he was really young. That's why he fell in the draft, right? Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't in, a, in a great place. Let's put it that way. He wasn't the, the DeMario that we know and love now. And he'll tell you that. He said it in He was arrested for something. Yeah, it was reason. I, I don't remember what he was arrested for, but something. I don't know if it was BS or not, but like. Uh, he's According to him, it wasn't because he had said, like, you know, I wasn't. I needed to. I know he owned it. He's owned it. Do you know what it was for? Nope. No. <laughs> not off the top of my head. Um, I, Point being, second chances. Everybody fucks up at some point. Second chances if you have, you know. Come like own second chances. I don't it. need him to go on this parade to go apologize to everybody in front of me. Drop a lawsuit. He could like I Nick do. said. He can sue. I, I don't need that. If it's, if the if the people who have to share a locker room with him or fine with him, that's good enough for me. I'm there. I'm I'm there too because I think the public apology thing is bullshit. I think if he goes and meets people face to face, yes, the people that he's going to be working with and they're good with it. I'm more on well, that path that, that you said, Corey. That's a minimum. That's a minimum. But. Uh, the no, public, that's it for me. The public no stuff can be complete bullshit. Yeah, uh, I want him to go talk to them man to man and and make sure everything's good. I'm with you on that. The leaders of the team and everyone have to be on board before they brought him in. Yeah. I mean, point but, is, we all agree everything he did and said. Well, not everything just, he said in the emails was fucked up. Yeah, and, and yeah. but no matter how bad it is, like I'm I'm a second chance guy. Yeah, he I didn't think kill anybody. Everybody deserves a chance to fix the shit they've done wrong. That's the key point to yeah. fix it, right? And so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna flip out. I'm not gonna. Well, he doesn't it. owe us an apology. Let's right. be perfectly clear. He owes the people. He, he owes not, the people. Not he right. not the three of us. There's nothing he said. You know, the right. the, the the groups that he offended. We are not in those groups, right? Well, I got a little brown in me. You don't. I do not. I have zero. Yeah. But. <laughs> Either way, I'm fine with a second chance as long as, like you said, the, the main leaders of our team. I'm I'm totally fine with it. And I, I just don't like the the, the and it, it's become society nowadays where everyone is demanding an apology for them. It's like you know this offended me. You need to apologize. Well, if you're to in me. a group that got offended, you if have. If you're a right. in that group, you're not in that fucking group. I, I'm not saying I deserve. He it. doesn't need to apologize no, to he, you. He, no. These are offended-worthy well, statements, it, though, it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So let, let's absolutely. say that. These, these are not some light, you know, like, oh, I'm offended. By, but, like, uh, they were pretty aggressive in a couple instances. I didn't read the whole thing. I don't know the whole story. Maybe I'm talking out of turn. But if, in fact, he made good, I think the one, the only thing I read that was, and like, heavily look, targeted was Marie Smith. I think he... I told Matt, I'm telling you, the day it happened, I'm like, he needs to go well, here's, talk here, to that man This right is now. where we get into the, like, heavily... You know, we we can't put the adjectives on it. Like we can't say what is heavily targeted, what is not, what is offensive, what is not. Well, he said to, his name, to, so to the group. No, no. I mean, like he said his name, but I mean, like what would have been like not heavily targeted? You know, like the, the, not we, saying D. Marie Smith would have been less targeted. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's but, pretty I mean, much bullseye on the head. Again, there's things that we're not qualified. <laughs> I agree. I think we're on the same page with that. If he gets into the locker room, if, if, big if this even comes to fruition, if he gets brought in and they say, hey, 
for this to even be a possibility, you need to go get in that locker room with the 90 players who whoever on the team before going into training camp. Yeah, and have a town hall. And have a town hall, <laughs> basically, and say, hey, if they're, if they're cool with you, then it, we're good. And I, I will say this. Is, I agree with Corey that I think maybe his like version of West Coast offense is probably antiquated. Oh, no, I agree with that, too. It, yeah, it, it could he, very well be the, archaic and not even effective. I do still yeah. think he could help Carr. I believe that. I think that's the point. That's the only reason they would even bring him in is the car factor. Yeah. More of a QB coach than an offensive coordinator, honestly. Like, yeah. the reality good, is, he's though, good with quarterbacks, dude. He has been. Well, he's good with Carr. Carr had two of his best seasons with him. With him, yeah. Not so. Well, he also gotta, won a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson. I'm not even going to so get into that's why, that's why an achievement, dude. <laughs> but but Brad Johnson Super Bowl is an achievement. Like yeah. that was. And look, the whole car thing. The Bucks defense. Car, was car, an car is that not year. car is not our biggest problem right now on the field. No, much less. We, we've talked about that all fair. That, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. So like, we can relax a little bit on car. Cars has earned over the last six, seven weeks yeah. in total has earned he the had right a bad for us stretch. to shut up a little bit after the after the rib injury. He definitely had a bad stretch. All we can hope for next year, because we know we're stuck with him, is that that was the reason for the bad stretch. Right. If that's the case, then things might be looking up. If that wasn't the reason for the bad stretch, eh, we might have another up and down, same old bullshit. Right. And, and look, the reality is he is still the guy that we thought we were getting. He is still somewhere in that 14, 15, 16, Derek, 17. Derek Carr is, yeah. A range of uh, starting quarterbacks. So he, he is who he is. If you give him a strong offensive line, strong weapons, strong support system and coaching. It has to be a perfect support system if we're going to win playoff games. It has to be. But he's proven that he needs that. As in, like, if he doesn't have it, we've seen... seen I I would argue that aside from probably the top five, six, seven, eight quarterbacks, every quarterback needs that. They're in the the same same boat. boat. Well, but there's there's levels, right? Like, we saw... I mean, we're not comparing... We're not going to compare Carr to, to Brady, but like there's certain QBs that are so good on the the to the tier that they are because they're they're good and more than serviceable can get you to playoffs even with a bad offensive line. Right. And then but there's, there's other, only there's, about four or five who? of those guys. Right. List, there's there's other list them. List those guys. Uh, I think the list is smaller than you're thinking in your head. No, it is small. I mean, I didn't like say the it was tier, yeah, the tier with no, no, Carr. It's very top tier. The tier with like, Carr is pretty big. And like Brady. It's Mahomes, looking back at Burrow. Or like um, even historically, like, like Brady, Manning, Rodgers, Breeze, Mahomes. I'm done. You know, like, yeah, there's not many. There's not <laughs> well, many. But no, no, but hold on, hold on. That's the world that we live in. We're like... If, the league, he, the league now, because you mentioned Brady and Breeze. Yeah. Who in the league falls in that category today? Now? Yeah, today, I, no, there's not many. I mean, it's like well, no, who? Mahomes. It should be easy. There's only like two or three. Yeah, maybe. Quick four. point, just quick point. Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. Things weren't great this year for their team and their support staff. The line's still pretty good. The skill is very bad, other than Travis yeah. Kelsey. But my point is, but my point is this: yeah. he had 200 more yards than Carr, two more touchdowns, six more picks. Okay, yep. so let's give like, but it's it's what it's the in between between the lines. And that guy's the, elite. The, the we up, know he's elite. Give me give me your elite down, guys. The ups and downs. Give me your elite guys that are that are not affected. Or I'm sorry, can overcome poor offensive line, poor skill position. We know Breeze and Brady. They don't they don't play anymore. 
Give me in today's current NFL who would a quarterback second. The funny that? thing about that, that can, statement that can get a team to the playoffs. He would said be my Brady standard. and Braves, right? You cannot put Manning and Rodgers in that conversation. They never had that situation. Yeah, they never had to play with lesser. They had well, all pro or Rod- Pro Bowl receivers yeah. their whole career. Well, and Rodgers' O line was but, no, hold on, pretty banged up. I mean, right now, yeah, yeah right it's now. like no, no, no. I'm saying career. No, Peyton no, Manning I know, I know. played with a Hall of Famer his whole career, wide receiver, a great offensive line. It, Manning had two Hall of Famers the whole time. No, no, no. It's but not that they right couldn't now. have. Well, don't, hold on, hold on. We're I'm talking about right now. Didn't. Okay, right, right now. now yeah. What do we got? Um, there's three. There's I want to see who he says. Mahomes, Burrow. Okay. okay. Um, Allen's debatable because he still throws picks even if he's got good protection. He throws picks, but um, he can make up for a bad offensive line. Right? I mean, yeah, so it's, it's... He's in there. Mahomes, Burrow, Allen... That's it. I mean, that's where my list stops. That's me. Lamar that's Jackson, right maybe Lamar Last, Jackson. Yeah, I could throw Lamar. In there. Lamar, yeah. The way you can't put Herbert in there because he hasn't can't. done no, it. No, you can't. Um, so, but regardless, you can't put Hurts in there. But, but no, the, regardless of what other quarterbacks in the league do, what I'm saying for our team, it's a requirement. If it is, but what know, the point we're trying to make is, as in, it like, is a requirement for 26, 27 of the that, other teams in the NFL. Fine. I don't give a shit about those other teams. Carr has shown without it, he's shit. Right. As and those other, other than the four that we mentioned, doesn't all of those guys are shit. That doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> well, no, but the point is, though, they're all in this yeah. giant tier. There's the, the four guys that are up here, yeah. and then everybody else falls in this right. other no, tier, different that, levels. No, that's not wrong, And but I'm just saying like that can be separated. This is the exact so. point I was making with Max with like Tua Tagamaladoa. Uh, I pronounced it that way wrong. That was fucked up. I think but he actually had it. I might have hit it. <laughs> but like you watched him this week. He's playing for the division, right? And you see like, okay, yeah. Tua's got the ball to, to do it. Take the division. All right. Horrible pick, right? Yeah. So... Even on a smaller scale, a different level, but I mean, Penix in the national championship was same type like, of thing. Guys wide open, but he Can't was hit. so flustered by right. the pressure that he'd even got that he had received earlier in the game that even when he, when he was protected, he was missing guys. Right, because you know? he got hit a couple times. Yeah, and, 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 and the same thing translates to the NFL with a lot of these guys. So yeah. the three guys we talked or four guys we talked about, they can overcome that. Yeah. I don't know if there's another player in the league like Brock Purdy and, had and, a great and, year. And again, could and again, he overcome that? Me, no way. And again. I want to say we're talking about two different things, but we're kind of not. All that matters to me is who we have in front of us. And the right. guy that we have behind center has shown that when he is not protected, right. it's 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 god-awful. I think it's I not think, even mediocre. I think the point I'm trying to make, and maybe we're trying to make two different points, is I, maybe we, we, are. we know we don't have one of those four. Correct. Right? <laughs> so we know that. Do I think he could be in that top 10 if you do everything right other than him? Yes. Right. Is he that on his own? No. No. Yeah. So that's okay because we're paying him, like we said in the previous episodes, right? Um, next year, he'll be paid outside of the t- top 20, right? So you you get a guy who you believe could be yeah, 10th. And, and you say outside of the top 20 based on what you went over in the right. last yes. episode. Exactly. Yes. You all go listen to the... Episode, I think, 59. Where we where we yeah, talk about broke that. Broke it down. But if you're paying him at 20 and he has a high end of 10, you're doing good at that position. Yeah, that's theoretically good. You need good. to fix the rest of the team. We need to improve the line. And we're, we're going to do a whole rundown of this next yeah. week, yeah. I think. But 
we need to improve the lines. We need to get stronger up front. And I think maybe we solved our run impact problem with Kendra this week. That it's not solved. It's it's it uh, helped. it's helped. It looked different. So, well, but but who else is there? Even that and look, that's something that we will get into in our season review episodes because we're going to break that up into two since it's going to be a much longer one, much like this one. Mm-hmm. But um, I think what Nick was saying is Kendra Miller showed she what we're showed missing. everything what we're missing. that we have wanted to see this year. You know, we've been calling for a running back with juice, someone who can pop something, someone yep. who can make something on their own. Like, basically the opposite of what Jamal Williams and Alvin Kamara gave us. There was one clip I saw. Someone tweeted it. Sorry, I don't know who you were that tweeted it, but I just saw the video. It was like he he took the handoff. The jump cut in the— He was, like, setting up the linebacker. It was a one-on-one. Yeah. And he was like, jump, jump, jump. Bang. Bye. I will tell you. It was amazing. We we all—like, I was especially high on him, you know, after after the draft and having watched the highlights and all that. Because I've watched him a few times. Yeah. And I had all this enthusiasm for him, and you know, I like you remember the discussion we the three of us had where I was on an island by myself saying that Kendra needs to be the second running back, getting more carries than Jamal Williams by the end of the season. Now, I started doubting it a little bit when we had injury after injury. Well, yeah, also you got to be able to play. You got to be matter. able to play. It was right? so I started shit with the whole him Tajay Tajay's injury prone and Tajay played right. the whole year like that sucks now look in Kendra's defense this injury he had from predated. the college season it yeah. predated him getting drafted and it lingered into training camp and then he had something else it's not his fault it's ours it's not you it's <laughs> but me. my point is I was I was starting to, to to doubt it a little bit you know through going through the whole season I'm like this guy he has like 80 yards on the season he's averaging like 3 yards a carry just like Jamal and I'm like man I wonder if we're going to see it and then on the preview for the uh, the Falcons game, I told him I said I think yeah. he's going to play, and I have a feeling that, that was a good he's going to he's going to show something. And um, to be fair, did. he showed both. he showed everything I wanted to see in that game all year. I've been telling you, AK sure. can't be a big play guy anymore. AK was never up. a big play guy. Well, he Wait. was. No, big, he was. He, for his he, first four years, he had forty yard plays, receiving and rushing in every season. You told me not to. Go, five you told me not to go lawyer no, earlier, but I'm going to no, say no. Wrong. That is incorrect. You, 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 you can be go. You go look at it. He had one a, of each every year. Every year, look, one of each minimum. You can be a big play guy, but not a home run guy. Exactly. Exactly. There's a difference. There was like a home run guy was like when Adrian Peterson broke daylight, and you're like goal line goodbye. Because yes. you just knew. A-chain being another. A-chain. That's like, a home run guy. You can A 30, 40-yard run is a big play. Right. You get tackled, then chased down. Right. Home run means like if you got daylight, that's it. Earlier like, in the season, he and I had this debate offline. I went through, not home run. Yeah. I went through and looked at all of uh, Kamara's stats from his whole career. And I want to say he had one run over 50 yards. In his career, it was the uh, seventy-four yarder against the Rams. It's the convenient season. you did that. Everyone goes back that to the you Rams picked game. fifty because okay, <laughs> two thousand seventeen, seventy-four, two thousand eighteen, forty-nine. These are these are all touchdowns Big by play. the way. Mm-hmm. Forty-nine touchdown, forty touchdown, forty-nine touchdown. Okay, every year that, over forty that, yards. That's home play. run. That's home that's run. That's home run. Yeah. Okay. Receiving forty, forty-two, forty-one, fifty-two. First four years did it. Receiving and rushing. Each year coming out, my like, point is he was you said never five, a that's eight. home just, run guy. The, Packer, the Packers, he had a the kick Packers game for a touchdown. Play was a was, year, yeah, was yeah. a home run because of his skill, like like McCoy running faster Correct. than him. Correct, on that like block. Jonathan Taylor hits home runs on a regular basis. 
Devin yeah, A-Chain. This last week, yeah. I mean, he, those are the guys that hit he home runs. He did Kamara it his first four years. Been that guy his first four years, I'm, he did it. He I'm did do Dick it. on this. There, were, there was a time when he was home run. There his was a time when he was, was, was a home run guy. He's still, he's so still, I think he's still a big play, but there was a time when he's no, there, he was a bigger, he was a big play guy. He bigger was not play, a home run bigger guy. play, like a triple. He was a triple. Yeah, he was. He, no, he hit a bunch of triples. He did hit a bunch of triples. He he's, wasn't hitting grand he, slams. He's, he wasn't a big play guy, but he was a triple guy. But he wasn't a home run guy. Dude, I, I sure I sent you the thank stat. you he baseball nine, for giving us an analogy on a football podcast. He had nine podcast. touchdowns over forty yards his first four years. How is that not big play? It's a triple. <laughs> Nine? That's not bad. That is that is finishing big plays. That's a home run. That is. He is not. You don't think of him as a big home run guy. Are you, saying, you just are you, don't. Are you, calling Wade, are you calling Alvin Kamara Wade Boggs? I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. His first four years, he made big home run plays. The last three years, he has not. It was like Bernie Williams home run. Did. I'm or? telling you, I looked. Really I told you it's nine. I looked it up. It was nine. Nine rushing and receiving. We'll see him. I'm showing you eight right here. One, two, three, four. Hey One, guys, two, three, can y'all four. can y'all talking to the mics? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Sorry, talking to, plus the kick return. That's nine right there. Okay, that's not that many. I'm sorry, it's not. <laughs> It's really okay. Look up how many Jonathan Taylor has in his three-year career. Max on the theory of relativity Jeez. right now. Look, it's not a lot. How long? Wait, how many? How many long runs does A Chain have this year? I don't know. How many long runs does Jonathan Taylor have? Not last year, obviously, because he missed. You know, however much it he was. He had one this year. He did one at the end. Define. Yeah. He hits them. I mean, I'm gonna have to research this. You mean touchdown? You mean touchdown runs over 20 yards? No, I'm not counting 20 yards as a long run. We were saying 40. That's the number I said. I went with 40. Because you went he 50 only had one. because he had three 49-yard touchdowns. <laughs> so Max went 50. No, no touchdowns over 60. That's it. <laughs> He had one. He, he had two. One. He had two. One running. One, one, AK. Ru- one AK running. Or? AK. Yeah. Okay. He's got a seventy-four and in the hundred whatever kickoff return. Yeah, kickoff return. It's a home run. It's a home run. I, I, I we'll research it for the uh, for the season. The recap. ball goes over the fence. It's a home run. <laughs> <laughs> My point is, he is not the running back I think of as home run. When I look at you, watch running backs every week. He's, there are running backs yeah, who hit no, look, 70, can, 80 yard runs. That was you, not the point of. I did not say he was rel- a home look, run player. It's all relative. Like, it but is that's early, what I'm talking if, about if, when I say home run. I'm, I'm talking about popping one of those. He was capable of it relative in his early if, years. He was. He is not capable of it. Max, if what he did in his early years. Or put it this way: If what he's doing now is a ground rule double, the ball bounces and goes over the fence, is what he did in his earlier as a home run relative to what he's doing now? Absolutely. Okay. What's that's, his that's, longest run this year? We don't. Like, we have a running back at twenty yards, uh, twenty a twenty yard run this year. But Taysom did. No <laughs> running back. running back. Uh, Taysom did, and Lynn Burden did. Yes, that's true. That's a fact. Damn. Not what? one running back. Ken- Kendra must have been close this past game. He had a 18, 18 a 13, a 12, and a 10. He had four over 10, I yeah. think. Two yards shy. Yeah. Damn. Now, Kamara is the king of like the 10, now, 15, if you would have told me 20 yard runs. Uh, the talking king about how our future episodes, our season recap, we're going to go back to what we said in the beginning of the season. If you would have told me in our season preview that this year Alvin will not have a single 20 yard run, I'd have been like, you're full of shit. I would have too. I figured you would have hit. That's surprising. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, Mark Ingram popped off the longest run of his career in like his last year here. I don't want to talk about Mark, the Mark Ingram's run. He got runs tackled, in, though, right? I don't want to talk about oh, Mark. Of course he did. No, he might have actually scored. <laughs> did he? Look it up and Look, see. Mark Ingram's runs in his last year are still a little bit triggering. Just just saying. 
Whether he got tackled, ran out of bounds. Yeah. No, it's... Kamara didn't, didn't get in at the one in Green God, Bay that God, cost us home on. field advantage, that cost us a Super Bowl. Yeah, can we just did. not talk about his runs <laughs> this last year? Yeah, but no, the point is, Kamara is the king of the 15, 20-yard run. Like he Whatever hits, he's he pops the king of, off. I'm fine with it until you show me he's like, like deuce in his last year. Let me just ask you, you this. Know? All year I've been deuce saying... Deuce was always a threat for a 75-yarder. Always. Not in his last year. Not in his last year, no, but saying, in, his, like, in his first five yeah, years. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. AK. That is home run. That's what I'm talking Deuce about. Deuce was home runs for it's like his rookie you would agree. season. Yeah. AK's yeah. quickness early in his career was elite. Absolutely. Okay. It's still his when quickness you saw Kendra, still is elite. No, when you saw Kendra this week, did it look different than what you've seen from AK this year? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It did. Yes. Right? Yes. So we're missing that little bit. I'm not saying get rid of AK. I, I don't want to get rid of AK. We're missing the juice Correct. aspect of it. But let's Correct. be honest. I don't want to get rid of anybody. But well, there's like, people DA you want to get rid of badly. Players. <laughs> Players. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, some players. I mean, the, the reality is, like, somebody like, for cap purposes, some of these players. Any are going player away. who has danced a Chapa style like three years ago, like let's just, you know. But anyway, <laughs> well, you're, the primary one is going to be gone. Michael oh, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, tell you that right yeah, now. He's uh, coming to grips with that. I mean, it is what it is. Part of the. Part are you really going to be that upset about it? For a minute. I mean, it's not like we cut Marcus Colston. You know what I mean? Like, and he's going away. <laughs> Tops. He got the top six. Saying ever. He got the send off he deserved. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think uh, we probably rambled on enough on this one. What are we at time-wise? Uh, hour 57 for those still listening. There we go. Thanks well, for still listening if you're still listening. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think let's go, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, next episodes are going to be season review. We're going to break that up into multiple episodes. Yeah. We'll have one going over the offense, one going over the defense and special teams. And uh, we'll go ahead and drop those next week. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Any closing thoughts from you two yeah um practically speaking i think the next one's you know we're not going to have the same cadence of like every two days an episode's coming out so we might do that next week and then uh for those of you that are as pissed as we are that dennis allen's coming back shop that 28 to 3 com. <laughs> the shirts are still there they're apparently going to be there for at least another year and uh we have at least 365 more shopping days. Go buy them we're not the ones responsible for the push to have a billboard but maybe we'll just go buy one ourselves who the hell knows um, not that we have that kind of coin, but it'd be nice. We, we could if you buy the shirts, everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how we're going to raise money. If y'all buy enough shirts, we'll put every cent of it on a billboard. I would be totally billboard. fine with doing that, saying, hey, you know what? Any profit that comes from this goes to a billboard. We haven't yet taken <laughs> a single dime from these shirts, so like, keep we, the tally running. Like, If if we get enough for a billboard, we'll do it. Put it, put it up on the uh, on the Twitters. Yeah, might, Let's do might, it. All, just all might get it. T-shirt proceeds go to billboard. And if you don't raise enough for a billboard, we'll just keep it. I mean, we don't need... We, <laughs> look, we don't need the billboard to be by January 24th or whatever that deadline is. In and the we're article. not talking about like LED billboard. We're just like, we're just... just have, And we don't even give a shit where the billboard is. No, 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 <laughs> like, no. Airline highway? Well, that would be ideal. But it, if there's a billboard with our shit on it, everyone's going to take a picture of Actually, it. Actually, Superdome. That exit right there. Well, we may as well just graffiti that shit at that point. I mean, come on. Yeah. Point is, let's, just, let's go ahead and put uh, it out Corey's there. Corey's going to go graffiti the dome this weekend. Corey, <laughs> that would be hard. It would look like a like a. Corey, let's dot. go ahead and put it out there that all T-shirt proceeds will go towards a billboard. We won't touch sure. a penny of it. Yeah, let's find out how much it costs. We're already. Uh, we got six. We got seven months uh, before training. I'll put camp. it out there. Look, if the billboard costs eighteen hundred bucks, we are two hundred twenty nine dollars away there. So that's your starting point. Let's get there. Boom, Nick. Any uh, thoughts before we sign off? No, nope, I think I ran my mouth enough. 
I think we all did. <laughs> but you know, we had to welcome yeah. we had yeah. to welcome Corey back in style. Yeah, Max welcomed me back with the uh, hey, what do you think about John Gruden question? Good hey, man. Have we hit it, we hit him with the surprise attack tonight. I really thought that was going to be like the next episode, <laughs> uh-huh. but whatever. Trying to get me to think of we'll my We'll ask you again. Don't worry, it's coming out again. And I'll say I like to I like to watch you squirm as you're answering it, as you're making sure that you don't say something that's going to be construed incorrectly. Not cons- we need we need video desperately. We got to get that up and running. And, and for anyone listening, Dude, we're going to have that soon. We need. You're that. acting like cancel culture isn't something that exists. Okay, like it absolutely I, exists. I, I just, I, just love, I, I love I watching you. A loyal listeners. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you props here um, as a as a somewhat prominent attorney. In the city, I appreciate that. Somewhat prominent, it's somewhat prominent, better, better than <laughs> it was fun. Better than John Gruden's adjectives. It was fun watching you squirm. Sheesh. It was fun watching you squirm. Thank you, Max. Thank but you. with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. We'll see you guys next week with the uh, season review episodes. Who that? Boom.